0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com.
1: Talk to me, man. It's your boy, young Hope. If you turn the motherfucking noise up, we can get right into the proceedings this evening. Headphones at the start. Bring it down. Welcome to New York City, uh, 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 it's your boy Young Ho, Cheer. Cheer. Kanye West on the track, Chi-Town, what's going on now, uh, 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 can I talk to y'all for a minute, let me talk to y'all for a minute, just give me a minute of your time baby, I don't want much, Woo! let me talk these motherfuckers, uh, guess who's Bizzack? Still smell a crack in my clothes. Don't make me have to relapse on these holes. Take it back out the tax in a roll When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight with. from the oven with it. Came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit she
2: instilled It kind of feel wild to turn this song off. Yeah. Like during anybody verse. <laughs> oh, man. Don't you remember the good old days, dog? Man. They video shit. Oh, my God. Uh. Oh man, long time brother We take one week off and the whole world goes to shit Man Motherfuckers is using Gorilla Glue in their head and shit Man, it's (laughs) wildin' Oh, what the fuck is going on? Hey, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 144 of This Week in Culture I am your esteemed and prestigious host Antwood, aka Trinidad, and aka one half of the culture And I got my esteemed and
3: prestigious brother with me, Jay, what up? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson one half of the culture, aka Dr. Jumar Johnson. And I'm here. Hey, man. And uh happy Black
2: History Month, first of all. Uh wanna wish that to all of our listeners, black
3: and otherwise. Um black and non-importance this month. So like, no. <laughs> 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 we'll pick up on March 1st, man. <laughs> hey, and then hey,
2: salute to what you posted the other day about Black History Month. Let's let's jump right
3: into it, man. So listen, man. If you see somebody out here posting about Black History Month and you feel so inclined to hop into their comments with the yo, every month is Black History Month and every day is Black History Month, though true, you sound like one of them all lives matter niggas, though. Yep. Because that's not what we're talking about. We nope. let me talk about my shit right now. Talking about the month. Because if Black History Month and black history is every single day, then it's most certainly the whole month of February. I mean. So if I'm getting my shit off in February, let me cook. Let me do it. We know and all lives. the issue? We know all lives matter. Never said they didn't. And the reason that we know all lives matter, that means black lives should matter. Yep. So while we celebrating in February, let niggas cook, man. Yeah. You ain't got to be the counterpoint every time. But you know what I'm, I
2: mean, it ain't nothing new. But it's just, you realize it when certain things come up, dog, that niggas are just, like, made to argue, bro. Like, folks just want to fucking have, like, uh, an, an opinion, an opposite opinion. Think they, about this. They want
3: to oppose. They're the ops. Black people have started protesting black history, but mm-hmm. it's fucking, it's, like, somewhere, some white man is sitting back, like, just like I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you see that school in uh, Utah that's giving the parents
2: the choice. For their kids to They can either elect to learn about black black history or not Which guess what I wouldn't even be mad at if y'all gave me the choice To not learn about white
3: history Or if I want my children Not to learn about sexual orientation
2: Yeah, Give me the choice If they can choose not to learn about black history Let me
3: know and I'll I'll find some other things that I would like to not learn about, bro. How do you get accredited as a school if you don't want to talk about black history? And because fam, history isn't history without black people. Black
2: history is world history. Like, it's global history. And then if you're talking—it's most definitely American history. So I don't get how you can just be like, yo, we're going to skip over that. Like, And you know what kind of makes it wild? At least one parent said I want my child not to take this Like that didn't just pop up out of nowhere it's Somebody Utah. said they ain't want to do
3: it It is Utah It's Mormon It's Mormon yeah. capital Mormons think the blacker you are The more closer you are to sin Yeah And yeah. black people was I mean You were You was cursed Yeah And that's why you, you're black And if you light skin You're further away from sin And Like it's a weird It's a weird place out there Yeah um, Salute to Carmelo. Um I hate that nigga. He
2: probably the parent that said he didn't want his kids learning about black history. Fuck you, Carl Malone. What else is going on in the world, dog? It feel like literally with that one week off. Oh, salute to all the listeners, man. Thank you all. Um, We appreciate y'all. We just put out three really fire episodes in a row. If you have not listened to 132, 130, or I'm sorry, 131, 132, and 133, please go check those out. Um... They were all fire. That's all I gotta say. They were all really good ass episodes. Appreciate y'all who who rocked with us through the break. It was much needed. It wasn't really a break if you would have just separated them last two episodes like you needed to. Yeah. Because one was early, but you ain't have to listen to it early. Like it was like three days early. Yeah, you could have waited till Monday to run that back or Tuesday to run that back. But either way, appreciate y'all for uh for waiting on the boys to get back in the studio, man. Um I did check out the screening. Of, I just uh, look
3: at the I just looked at the, the numbers. Okay. Shout out to y'all for rocking with us. Yes. Yes. Shout out to y'all. The verse notes, the one night in Miami and American Skin. They're good numbers. Good shit, man. Well deserved. And I mean, they're not like regular because not everybody had these on play platform. Blah, blah, blah. These are on paid platforms. Yeah. And not everybody has the access. Yet, yeah, but y'all showed out.
2: Yeah, man. Um, American Skin, especially. I have a, a lot of friends who are like, I really want to watch that movie, but I don't want to rent it. Like, nigga, you ain't got six dollars? It's six dollars, baby. Like, in real That's life. That's it. It you ain't you it ain't got, taking you, much you out
3: don't of you don't got six dollars.
2: It's six dollars. Go support that film because when you support that film, guess what? Then you can follow up and support us. If
3: you poor, just say you poor.
2: I mean, if you need the six, I'll loan you the six real shit we gonna have to have a conversation about why you need the six but i'll i'll definitely let you borrow the six if you're gonna use it man. just pay the six for my woe i mean <laughs> you know how that shit go dog um but no <laughs> appreciate everybody who um who waited that week man it was a much needed break for the two of us but um it was also a chance to let some shit happen in the world and god damn it shit happened all over the place um we got the again the gorilla glue girl. I uh, just want to put that out there. Don't put gorilla glue in your hair. It's I, I didn't think I needed it to say it's rough. Like I feel bad, but it's like damn.
3: Like I heard her on an interview this yeah. morning, and she was like, "Um, she thought it was that other product." Well, no, she ran oh, okay. out, and she said she figured she was gonna use that. Um, she'd be able to get to the crib in like a couple hours and wash mm. it out. And that's not she
2: just Yeah that ain't how Gorilla Glue works And she said girl. she
3: reached out to every. She, she did different things before she went to the internet She mm. literally reached out to the internet as a last resort Hoping Damn. that somebody would say something Yeah Went to the hospital The hospital gave her some sterile water And some acetone strips Jeez And uh, yeah she Then I heard she work. got lawyered up And now they looking f-
2: <sighs> Hey
3: If I'm Gorilla Glue This ain't got shit to do with me I seen another lady saying I'm surprised that they haven't made a statement yet. And I heard they got on her Twitter and was like, we never, I think it could have been a fake tweet. I don't know. It was.
2: Okay. That's That's just it. That's what they say. Yeah. That's just it. Never Uh, thought we'd have to say this, but
3: don't put our product in your hair, fam. I mean, so they like, no, you got to make a product. I mean, you got to make a statement so people won't do this in the future. So you telling me, um, you want me to put something in writing? That's on the back of the bottle. Yeah, that you didn't read, but a a, a kid somewhere is gonna find me on it, find this one specific tweet on the internet and then read that. Yeah, like I don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, um, I'm talking about give her some tips, nigga. I'm not a hair care professional. She in the spittle right now.
2: Um, but I don't know what the resolution is other than shaving her head. I don't even think that's a. It's it's hard. Yeah, like it's like, like yeah. Like, that's... People was talking about, like, yeah, she ain't gonna have no damn uh, follicles. Like, one, like, basically, they got to strip her fucking
3: hair out her goddamn scalp. I did hear somebody say um, vinegar would do it. Because mm. apparently it's like a natural something or yeah. something.
2: And, I mean, essentially, we talking about some... It's a compound. I feel like you should... There should be a way to break that up. But, I mean, it's the strongest glue... In the world So I don't know man God bless old girl Y'all quit laughing at that girl though Not for nothing Yo oh, this is great
3: advertising For Gorilla
2: girl. Oh man <laughs> I mean If you ever thought our <laughs> shit didn't work I mean Bada bing bada boom nigga. Shit I I might go buy some of this shit Did you see when she was trying to wash the shit Like the yeah. little Nigga She dried that hair That motherfucker was shining dog Her shit laid though Somebody <laughs> said
3: <laughs> I mean, this just you the cartoon. You wear the same thing every day. The
2: internet always good for the jokes. Somebody said when they die, Gorilla Glue they shit so it stay laid when they st- so it stay laid up and they stay prayed up. That was what they said. <laughs> Man. Um salute to old girl. Salute to Gorilla Glue.
3: Uh I don't know if you saw the video last night of when she came home from the hospital with the strips and everything, the acetone. Okay. And no, she, was trying I, I miss to cover, she was trying to cover her face And it was putting it And like she seemed like she was in pain But like I, I don't know why the hospital sent her home Y'all don't got no ventilation Like it was in an apartment building Like yeah. yo you about to fuck around And get that shit in your eye Acetone is gonna yeah. fuck your shit up And y'all gonna be Y'all inhaling them fumes Like this is a worse situation
2: I definitely feel like They should have kept her in the hospital Um Like professionals need to be around her right now like Dermatologists Dermatologists would help um, But she needs like a 24 hour specialist in the building She don't need to be left alone with no more chemicals Unless it's somebody telling her like Yo this is how you apply this This is what it's supposed to do I imagine that it's painful Or that it will be a painful process coming out of it um, Because I don't see any other way But to do some like real damage to her scalp for this to to get out, man. But hey, man, salute to her. We gonna pray for her. Uh, keep her in bad. your thoughts, man. I feel bad. Yeah, I wasn't really. I didn't laugh at that. Like I, I was mean, like when you first see it, like uh, yeah, the headline read funny, yeah. but once you actually see, like, nah, this is serious. Yeah. Like her
3: hair hair is
2: stuck on her head. It's like she like,
3: was damn near crying in the video. Like, yeah, this nah. wasn't like she. That wasn't like a joke. Yeah, um, she had them color contacts in. Though.
4: Gotta, Speaking gotta, of, gotta get them uh, all
3: Jokes and internets. And shit like that Oh man uh, I knew this was gonna happen Like I, I I, I knew this was gonna happen But A YouTuber Oh I saw it Was um, doing one of these prank videos They like to do and They usually go to the hood and do some, some yeah, weird shit yeah. And uh, he got some butcher knives And he was doing like a fake robbery type thing And um, uh, nigga pulled out and shot him
4: mm-hmm. Killed him
3: Mm-hmm. In the parking lot of a um, self defense,
2: like, like, dog I said, "I don't know nothing about these pranks." <laughs> yeah.
3: you, you you walk up to me in a parking lot. With Two him. people walk up to me in a parking lot. Butcher knives. With butcher knives, I pulled out and shot you. I pulled out and shot you.
2: No, pulled out and shot your dumb ass. <laughs> you, dumbass. <know what laughs> like
3: it's it's certain jokes that
2: just don't play, bro. Like stop playing with death. I don't really get what the youth don't understand about that. Like, I know a lot of this shit, it go viral and y'all look for your moment and all that, but stop playing with
3: death though. Because he's 20 years old. I don't think he really understand how this YouTube shit work. Yeah. Cause most of them pranks be fake. Yeah. Yeah. They know the people that they're
2: pranking half the time. I watched
3: one last week. uh, They had like his fake shock iPhone. So nigga walk by, drop his iPhone. Mm. And then when you pick it up, it'll hit the button and it'll shock you. And you know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit looks staged, yeah. and it has to be, because if you're walking up to niggas on the street with a butcher knife, yep. someone's going to hurt you, my nigga. Yeah. In Tennessee, where yeah. we can, where they can have guns.
2: And in Tennessee, where they just had a terrorist attack not a month ago.
3: Like, like, like relax, nigga. Two months ago. Christmas
2: Day. Like, come on, fam. Like, shit happens out here, and it's real life. And rest in peace to the young man, because you shouldn't be dying at 20- do to, to no shit like this Trying to be funny
3: What you think Like
2: What you think the strongest drug is Right now Current day 2021 The internet I don't I, Social media is the strongest drug out here,
3: dog but People think, have lost their mind I think
2: attention Has been the strongest drug yeah.
3: For quite some time
2: So where Where attention might be Cocaine Social media is the crack Same shit We want that same level of attention, but social media is cooked up a whole different way,
3: Has attention always been the number one leader of everything?
2: I feel like it probably has, but we didn't have so many ways to go about getting it Like, 20 years ago, niggas couldn't do some of that shit
3: Well, the reason I say has it always been that way is because people want money, right? Facts And you get money and you buy nice things because that brings a certain level of attention. Mm-hmm. Or you want the attention of a particular woman, and you'll be like, I think it's always the attention. Yeah,
2: you can definitely always trace it back. But I think that the accessibility to get attention, and this is the fucked up thing, right? Like, we can, because this conversation goes well beyond my man doing a prank and dying, it goes into. The silhouette challenges and the, and the, uh, what was the other shit where they was dancing naked two yeah, minutes ago? Um, busted. The busted challenge. And then because we, this ain't just a fucking woman thing, we talking about a dude who did the prank. It goes into all them little TikTok challenges and dance. Nigga, what's the little goofy one where niggas is walking around doing the June bug shit? Like all this shit is just for attention, dog. Niggas are so starved for attention that they. It, They calling this shit fun And it's not fun Like Yeah dancing is fun Going around to Different locations At 30 plus years old To do this little Goofy dance That y'all ain't even Doing right Maybe that's fun Maybe it's just you Looking for attention Maybe 50-50 Man I
3: think I saw you post Um, It was like Somebody Said something to the effect Of like damn Y'all done got naked On all the apps To the kids like Boy, boy,
2: like, Like, and it's funny. So Shorty be what up, Shorty? She be sending me a lot of TikTok stuff because she's on there. She looks on there. She does a lot of like content shit over there. Yeah. Um, And she sends me so much like, yo, the kids on TikTok are so talented. Look at all this shit they be doing. Like these is like future, future designers, future graphic icons. Like they over here, look at what they doing. And then it's like, damn, imagine being a kid on there trying to like live your best creative life and then bow you just get took over with eight hours of naked women over and it's like yo and it's your mom it's your mom it's your aunt it's your mom's best friend it's your sister i don't want to see my sister naked <laughs> like no dog that shit gets weird but what really gets weird to me is when motherfuckers get offended when you tell them yo this is actually like not okay like it's look at a certain level it's not dog, okay for public consumption Finn when you have stood in your doorway, propped your phone up in the corner of the bathroom sink, pressed record to record you dancing in a silhouette, sexy fashion, then got butt naked, put a fucking, uh, what they call it, filter on the shit, and then posted that to the public ass internet and you telling me you're not looking for attention, something's mentally off with you right now. At least accept it. At least accept it, because I ain't here to tell you, yo, I'm, don't have fun or don't do whatever you perceive as fun. Do it, but own that, yo, this shit is not regular. Like, niggas ain't just normally
3: dancing butt naked on the internet, bro. Yo, this shit, you know how wild it is? Because when niggas start doing it, it was like, what are y'all doing? Y'all look mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, bro, we hey. all look crazy. <laughs> this what tripped me out, though.
2: Cause I seen a few people say like, "Yo, y'all kind of walling with these challenges. Like y'all butt naked and y'all like." I seen a couple girls. They on there with they dude and them and they dude butt naked. No, next fucking. thing they know, they fucking. I seen with the busted challenges, motherfuckers was sucking dick and yeah. fucking and doing all that. And, like, I seen literally some men say, like, yo, y'all kind of wild. like, y'all, these challenges aren't a problem because you do them, but you take them too far. That's And not you specifically, but yeah. the world always goes too far with these challenges. And when they get started, it's like, you know, the snowball effect's coming. And I seen niggas say similar shit, and I seen women in the comments going crazy, like, oh, let women have fun, stop policing women's bodies, stop, when men stop concerning themselves with what women do. And I'm like, fam, like, I see women saying this shit, (laughs) like, it's okay for a a man to be like, yo, that's kind of
3: a lot. Stop censoring men. Like, it's porn. Woo, don't tell them that, Jay. Let Don't man, tell him that, Jay. A man is entitled to his opinion just as a woman is entitled to hers. Yeah. I, I hear women um talk about men issues and how men act and what's what's toxic masculinity in the whole nine yards. I hear it all the time and you're entitled to that opinion because you're you're an adult. You have you you're thinking, you have free will. Facts. Um and your opinion for you is valid. So if that man has an opinion about you. Don't censor his because yours isn't censored. So yeah, or um, as the other term, and I, I posted in the
2: group because I hate I hate it. The first time I ever heard this term, and I hate it still to this day. Um, shout out to the homie. She said, "Uh oh, I cringe listening to y'all mansplain that proposal, that the blackberry letter joint that we had the last pod." And I'm like, "It's not mansplaining." Listen. Uh, homie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't drop names.
3: Men control access to marriage. It's the man who proposes. How does it's a man's explanation of something because the man is the one proposing. Family. That's who does it. So men have a a a a opinion about men proposing because that's the man's job. So says the world. So unless y'all want to propose, because y'all be like, I will be caught dead. I'll, I'll fucking eat a curb before, I, like all that weird shit y'all be saying. I seen a nigga said I eat a jean jacket before I, I propose to a man. Okay, well,
2: eat that motherfucking Levi. That Levi is up, nigga. <laughs> um, you know what's funny though?
3: Like in real life, you would say on on some principle shit. Like yeah. I don't want to be with you. No, like what? Check this out Check this out That's a red flag for me Check this out Cause this is No
2: this is a good topic This is a good topic Cause like all right. So that whole letter That we Apparently mansplained It was Yo fam At the end of the day However, she may have wanted to be proposed to the ultimate fucking thing was him proposing and spending their lives together. If he didn't do it to the letter of what she wanted or didn't want, like that shouldn't be so much that you say, no, I'm not marrying you when they ask. Because if you wanted to marry him, ultimately, so what, we can have that conversation later.
3: So what part of the marriage, the proposal, the whole nine yard, it, does the man have a say so? None. Because
2: check this out. Here's why I'm gonna challenge him. What if, and I ain't this kind of
3: niggas, so I
2: I wouldn't know, but what if, because I know some niggas out there who have been proposed to by their girl. Me? And they've said, yeah, I know some yes. What if the man said, I want my woman to propose to me? And that woman said, I'll eat a jean jacket before I propose to the nigga. But he's saying, yo, this is how I want to get married. I give you the wedding of your fucking dreams. I just want you to propose to me. She'll tell him he's not a man. Oh, man. Because he wanted the proposal to go a certain way? So imagine a woman wanting a proposal to go a certain way and the man saying, yeah, I kind of want to do it my way. Damn, that's crazy when you flip
3: it, right? Equity, right? Oh, man, <laughs> man. <laughs> the motherfuckers ain't even got home equity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I see some new shit today that said the, um, the um, household income in Michigan is 75000 and they say the household is like two or more people, 75000 Yeah Divide that in half
2: That's literally My favorite number (laughs) It's fucking 33 grand dog. I'm tired of telling y'all Niggas ain't got no money In Michigan for real For y'all to keep Fucking going crazy And you passing up
3: proposals (laughs) Man Man Like dog When one in four black women Get married
2: And you passing
3: up the proposal Hey
2: How else you gonna get A fake diamond ring <laughs> like who else gonna offer you that man if you don't take it from him? Who else? My bad, I'm just poking the bear and shit. No, <laughs> man. Help the bear! <laughs> Except it's gonna need it.
3: <laughs> I'm taking that ring back sure Oh
2: shit. Uh, enough, but no man Like I, I really hate The um. Back to, to What we was talking about That attention seeking shit Man like Cause again I don't want niggas to think Yo we calling out The silhouette challenge We calling out The busted challenge I think all of that shit Is like It's dangerous At a certain level bro No
3: don't get naked On the same app That your kid on that's, Off top that's
2: cool. And I posted On my Facebook I literally said Yo what y'all sons be doing When y'all doing The silhouette challenge and nigga, of course, all I get is joke. And that's I could ask the most simple, serious question in the world. I'ma get joke responses. To everybody I think I'm fucking funny. I'm dead serious, nigga. What is your son doing? Cause I know some women who have sons. Man, I tell who you. Who posted what. that
3: shit? Yo, coming up through, through 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 middle school, elementary and high school, oh nigga, we was brutal on these jokes. Man. Pim, you mean to tell me your mama out here half naked? And you gon you gonna get that ammunition to kids at your at your son or your daughter's school?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: because to get roasted
2: on a bus, but you will sit up here and
3: explain to me how you would do anything for your child. Yeah, well, you won't get your naked ass off the internet for him. And here's my thing, um, because I've seen. But you single girls Y'all can send them To uh, my DMs If you want to <laughs> Shoot out a uh, little silhouette challenge. So
2: look On that On that I seen my home girl Up in Flint um, She was arguing Heavy with this dude On Facebook um, And she ain't post shit Like this Like she ain't even That kind of girl But she's mad on some Like women could do What the fuck they want to do Stop telling them Whatever whatever So I guess Dog had posted some shit About silhouette challenge And a busted challenge And she was like But nigga You literally be on here Talking about women Who only fans you be on Like And he was like Fam that's paid porn. He was like, if I'm going on there to pay for porn, these are women who are at least making some bread from this shit. They naked on the internet. It's a private space. They, yeah. It ain't publicly available. There's no You can't browse it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Google unless you have an open. Even then, you got to have a membership. You got to do all this extra shit. So he's explaining that to her. And, and you got to have
3: the link. There is no browse
2: button. Yeah, yeah. I can't just get to your OnlyFans and then go explore it. Like, I got to pay for it. I got to find it. I got to do all this shit. So he was explaining that, like, yo, if y'all was doing these butt-naked-ass challenges and you sucking dick on your busted challenge or you riding your nigga, at least get paid for it. Because, again, call it what it is. Well, we just- saw,
3: It's porn. Well, we are so accepting of vulgarity and, um, or, and just- Because
2: we're accepting of whatever behind lascivious. the- Yeah, <laughs> whatever behind the name of attention. Because, like, you remember uh, we was just having a conversation- What's dog name that used to do the videos where he'd just run up and like mess up your display or like steal some shit and run out? It was like a Gang or Book. You remember the internet yeah, nigga? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We was talking about dog the other day. Somebody randomly in uh in wherever I was at the other day. Oh, I was at Tattoo Parlor. And somebody randomly was like, whatever happened to this nigga?" And he pulled up the video and dog literally walked up in front of somebody display in New York. They had like a jewelry table yeah, set up. It's mad, bracelets, earrings, all types of shit. And dog just jumped on the table and broke it in half and got up and ran down through Times Square and like dipped. And it was like they filmed that. And so I went to the video. It had like over four million views. And it was like,
3: dog, you could have got killed behind that, bro. Or you could have just I mean, like, today was gonna be the day that I made rent. Yeah. So my family didn't get evicted. And now that didn't happen. Yeah. And I took losses. Or oh, I could have borrowed I could have borrowed yeah. money to buy equipment to buy stuff. Like it's so much stuff that goes it's in there. It's so
2: much fam. And I'm looking at it because when I rewatch the video, I'm looking at this jewelry. He got stuff rolling down the street now and all all these product. And I'm like, yo, you did all of that behind getting some attention and you got it. Because you over 5 million views on, on whatever the fuck platform I was looking at it the other day. It might have been a gram. It might have been YouTube. But I'm like, you're in millions and millions and millions of views. And now you get all these views. And you potentially have the ability to take them views and turn them into money. Most niggas don't. Yeah, and that's why I threw out potentially being the fucking key word. Because most of these niggas aren't getting paid for half the shit they do. And it's like, yo, so if you're not getting paid for it, it's literally
3: only for attention. How many times I'm going to see you jump on a table before I don't want to see that shit no more? Man,
2: how many times, dog, it was so many videos of dog just running in the store, like snatching some shit off a mannequin and then running out the store. And it's like, bro, it's a whole bunch of prank videos on the line too. And that's taking us back to dog, the little white kid in Nashville or Tennessee, whatever part he was in. My nigga, you did not have to die behind this, bro. But that attention, that drug, that fucking need to be accepted by millions of people who don't know you in real life and won't care about you next week is wild to me, bro.
3: Dog going on a slightly unrelated but related topic? Yeah. (sighs) Lupe made a song about this. Mm Mm-hmm. It's called Superstar. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you want this attention. But once that limelight gets you, if you are who you say you are, (sighs) a superstar. Yep. Yo, have no like the people gonna want to know if you are who you say you are. Okay, fine. We got you the attention to Entertain me, nigga. Yep. You got you ain't got another trick? Man. Fuck this. Get this nigga the fuck out of here. Oh, and guess what happens now, then? now? Now you are the laughing stop because you're horrible. You whack. You yep. funny. Like you, you Oh, your shit. Oh.
2: That nigga Shiggy did that dance three summers ago. Now y'all ain't watching Shiggy videos no more. Not at all. Y'all niggas is. Fucking laughing at the uh, Justin LA boy nigga Funny thing Y'all used to laugh at facts. Now it's gonna be the next nigga Funny thing both of them niggas is jocking old aunt But that's a whole nother story for the gram I could go back in time if I wanted to But it ain't necessary Cause it's always gonna be the next new hot thing bro And that's why with these like challenges and shit I'll be like yo Y'all don't have to participate in everything if you entertain by it, if you think it's fun, if you think it's a way to fucking flex uh, your freedoms and your whatever, cool. But you don't have to do it because when you do it now, you're not fucking telling me anything. But you need some attention. That's attention seeking, bro. Like, yo, you know, the funniest shit in the world. Damn, I wish that fucking post wasn't gone. This girl I went to high school with posted a silhouette challenge. Her and her dude. She get naked right before the little shit going into the silhouette. Her dude walks into the camera. It goes into the silhouette. They butt naked. He bend her over and start fucking her, right? This is on Facebook. Nigga, I bullshit you not. The next day, the same nigga who sent it to my group chat, like, yo, did y'all see her? She wilding. The next morning, she sends, I hate dating, but I guess I'm single again. Back to this, da-da-da. And it's like, yo, nigga, eight hours ago, you just posted a video getting fucked in the silhouette. And now you back single again, talking about you hate dating, that's real life. I wish I could quote exactly what it said cuz it was like sad. And I'm like, fam, you ain't even have to do that, yo. Like you a nice-looking girl, like it's the internet. Niggas is out here, niggas is thirsty.
3: The thirst ain't never went nowhere. <laughs> you know what's so funny and shit was like certain they were so offended when the niggas removed the red filter. <laughs> they found out It was like, "Oh my god, you <laughs> niggas is creeps." Mhm. You got your whole like man, it's
2: wild. It's what? why do you think people Value attention on the internet more than they do in real life. I I don't know, cause I I noticed that too. Like I I know motherfuckers who will get upset you don't respond to something on the gram, but it'd be like, yo, nigga, you ain't called me back in ten months, my nigga.
3: Probably cause everybody uh, secretly want to be famous because <sighs> of how we have, like, we made celebrity look sexy. Yeah, but then. Everyone and George Orwell said everybody's going to have their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. I believe that to be true.
2: That's a fact. That's a fact.
3: And if you add up all the time that you got a bunch of likes on Instagram, that was your 15 minutes.
2: Man, I remember um, probably one of the more, again, kind of going back to what we started with, with like a lot of motherfuckers is just here to antagonize. And they're here to just have the opposing view of whatever it is that you say. I remember when I posted a couple months back the little uh, Captain Planet meme where it was all of them like it was like Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, da da da, and then it was Captain Planet at the top like the price of cable, nigga. And I literally I just posted that and said, "Remember when I told y'all?" Because I said this shit like three years ago, like yo, everything's going up, nigga. That's been shared like damn near ten thousand times. It's hundreds of thousands of comments on that post. People I don't know From nowhere Like just from the shares Niggas is cussing me out Bitch ass it, Like niggas is really going off Like I had to turn the comments off Because I don't like notifications So stop saying what, that shit what, Why they manage Oh it? niggas I, Apparently I invented cable Nigga and I
3: worked for Comcast and at Well I did I worked hey. for Comcast for, for 12 years Fam. And guess what Everybody used to ask for <laughs> I wish we had something We can individualize I'm like well once you do all that You're going to end up paying the same amount Fam. And they you you saying that Because you work for the company they was
2: acting like I did, okay. and I was like, "No, I'm actually just telling y'all." Cause oh, the other comments I was getting. See, that's if you not a dumb nigga. Cause smart people, um, split it with they family. Bro, One niggas. nigga take. Yeah, cause oh, y'all okay. ain't got it. Cause guess what? Aunt pay for all that shit. Aunt pay for the Hulu, the Disney Plus, the Apple TV, the Netflix, and all the other shit. And guess what? Netflix is 19.99 now for the premium use. It's up. Came on my account today. I saw it. It's there. Guess what? Starting next month, commercial free Hulu sixty nine ninety nine. Starting next month, March. It's coming. If you got commercial free Hulu, go change your plan because they automatically taking that seventy dollars and you niggas ain't got it, guaranteed. And guess what? You still got to pay for internet to operate all this shit. So once you roll some of these prices around and then you throw in your internet package, if well, you see got what
3: they really don't want to tell you, right? Mm-hmm. And what I heard. Working and, and, and helping folks in the retention side is mm-hmm. I'm okay with paying the same amount of money But I needed to pay it to multiple people Because yeah. I can pick and choose who I'm not going to pay Yeah, If I don't pay this bill I lose everything yeah. And you plan on being late with your bills yeah. So you don't want one company to Also be to we turn. back to niggas being broke I mean that's it's, it's just Man. poor financial planning That's it
2: Because that's it. guess what dog I got cable and I got all that other shit too And we ain't that far off we a couple years removed from, I promise you, all these apps will add up to exactly what that cable bill looked
3: like. Hey, yo, niggas was mad as fuck when you got TV, internet, uh, home phone and security for $140. Woo! Niggas like, nigga, this is a ripoff. Nigga, my cell phone bill $140. Looking for
2: oh my God, don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started, buddy. Uh, anyway. Uh anyway, man, stop attention seeking. That's that's what I want for the people, man. I, I just want you not to be naked on the same app your kids on. That's it. I just want you not to be naked and not get paid for it.
3: And I don't want you online posting guns and smoking weed on the same app that your kids on. So I don't want this just to be about, like, naked women and all shit like that. But no, no, niggas,
2: no. But they've been telling us to stop doing the money polls and the gun poles and the middle finger poles for how long? Forever. Why? Because it's detrimental.
3: Man, y'all look like fools to your
2: children. Man. Man. Like, like- and here's the thing, dog. The internet don't disappear, bro. When it's there, it's
3: there It's in my phone, my nigga Fam,
2: <laughs> when it's posted, it's posted I could
3: find it Hey, I could, listen Look, Let me show you this right here They can't see this shit But let me show you how superior my phone is uh, <laughs> Than uh, anybody else's phone And I bet y'all shit don't do this So look at this I'm just gonna hit that button Right Uh, Hit that Right And say boom Bam And now it's there Saved for life, <laughs> for life. Now
2: I own that. Now I own that. Now you naked and I own it. Oh, and
4: shit. guess
2: what? Now it's in my phone. Downloaded. So nowhere. Yeah. So now I'm finna sell it. I should compile all y'all silhouette videos and sell that shit for fifty nine ninety five. Boom, boom. NJ phone for the rest of your motherfucking life.
3: It's a shortcut on on Apple shortcuts. Mm-hmm. It's just there,
2: it's available to save all y'all internet. Yeah, Whatever man Um, What else going on in the world That was a good call Good fucking talk uh, Oh I got some follow ups man yeah. I, I mentioned this shit to Jay But I wanted to Because I, I listened back to the One Night in Miami pod And while it was a great pod And a great movie It was some shit in there That I couldn't really fucking ride with After doing additional research And now I kind of understand why Potentially there were some people mad At some of the portrayals in the
3: film Yeah because um, before you hit your factual stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of people I know, or some of the folks I know who in the nation, they was like, yeah, they didn't how they didn't like how they made Malcolm look so soft," mm-hmm. and Malcolm would never been afraid looking out the window yeah. and all this shit. Yeah. He would have probably like he was walked. annoyed. Yeah, yeah, like Malcolm was annoyed, bro. He like if he was looking out the window, it'd have been a different. It would be in a different level of energy, and yeah. I would walk across yeah. the street to the.
2: Yeah Like like even that That scene when they At the bar toward the end Where he sees the dude From the nation Talk to the dudes From the feds And they kind of Allow you to assume That those is feds And the nation Was working with them It's like He would have checked that He would have checked that That wouldn't have been a Oh shit! What they over there doing? It would have been no. Nah, let me go talk to this brother. Nigga, what the
3: fuck is you doing? I heard of some folks had some issues with how Jim Brown was like the superhero. Yeah, like yeah. yo, niggas in the nation wouldn't have had that. Yeah, like especially with all the training in the middle. The, yeah. the, the, the like, you can be a big badass football player. That's for I'm sure. A still I'm not, not backing clutch, down. Yeah, that's like, I'm we, not backing down. We 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 train in martial arts, my nigga.
2: We get into this scrap and you win. Cool, it's a fair one. But I'm not backing down. Because we not soft and we not going for that um, My biggest issue After doing some research Was with the portrayal of Sam Cooke um, For those of you who have not gone to Netflix Go on Netflix right now And go watch The Two Killings of Sam Cook. I had already previously watched it I never can It's been so long since I saw it I forgot to correlate it to the film Prior to us recording go rewatch the two killings of Sam cook and then look at one night in Miami and the portrayal of Sam cook. And you tell me if the man that they portrayed in that film is the same man that was being portrayed in this doc, his real life. Cause it ain't dog. Sam cook was his blickety black, 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 black support, black buy, black spin black. He wasn't that yo, I want to perform for whitey and yo, I want to do the nigga. They made him in that film. Was borderline like Now you kind of You shucking and jiving Like you trying to act like You not Uncle Tom and But you kind of You leaning You on that line Real life Sam Cooke Was not on that line bro He was He was akin to uh, Jay Z Or Russell Simmons Like Nipsey even Nipsey even Like yo nigga I want to buy back the block Own the block Hire on the block And it's all gonna be black He started that label For black artists And he started, so the one thing they had accurate was when he was talking about, yo, I got this Bobby Valentino, a.k.a. um, Bobby Womack, later became Bobby Womack. I got this kid, Bobby Valentino, wrote this song. Uh, The Rolling Stones wanted to record it. And when they took it, I told him, yo, you're going to make way more money peaking at number one than you did barely hitting the charts at number 90. It's just a difference in bread. He did do that. Because he owned Rolling Stone shit. He owned Beatles shit. He owned Sonny and Cher shit. He owned so much shit, but it was all because me and my black artists on my label, we own this shit. We own these songs. We own the masters. We own the publishing. They didn't show none of that in the film. And then I found out why. And that's when it got greasy. And you can find all this information in The Two Killings of Sam Cooke, or you can keep listening to this shit on the pod because I'm going to hip you to it. Sam Cook's murder might have been one of the shadiest things you've ever seen in your fucking life. And, like, we kind of talked about it on the pod, but, again, I didn't have my timeline correct, so I couldn't really speak as accurately to what happened. So the week Sam Cook got killed, he realized that his manager had been stealing money. How was he stealing money? All the paperwork from Sam Cook's label shit that he was supposed to be the CEO and owner of, his manager had actually signed his name on. So, he technically owned the label. So, Sam Cooke. One of the executive producers of the movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. His son. We finna get there. We finna get there. Sam Cooke was going to fire his manager. And it was finna be some litigation. We was finna take you to court and get all this money back. His manager was a known thief. One of the reasons that the Rolling Stones broke up. Stole from them when they masters came up. And they was getting—Rolling Stones didn't get their shit settled till like, 1990-something. Interesting. So, he was a known thief, Jewish dude. Anyway, the week before he was going to go out there, it was like that Thursday. He went to L.A. He was like, yo, when I get back from L.A., I'm going to New York, and I'm going to settle all this shit. Because ain't no way he about to keep stealing my fucking money. He goes to L.A. He goes to the bar, meets a little chick at the bar— had like however money grand in his pocket. Nigga had like ten twenty on him, racks, cash. He's spending at the bar and he having a meeting like with some business folks. So they telling him I think it was like his engineer and his wife or something. And they was telling him like, yo, Sam, like we appreciate you. Put that money up though. We don't know who in here, like, da da da. Sam, like, nigga, I got it on me, bro. And I just want niggas to know. I'm in here with y'all two white people and I got Why more bring money. It than that if
3: you can't spend it for.
2: Hey, nigga, talk about it. Put it on a to the phone. So he telling them, like, yo, I got it on me. I got bottles. We doing whatever in the bar, it's nothing. So he meets a girl, right? Meets this girl, takes her back to the motel across the street. The girl apparently drugged his drink. She runs down to the manager's office, tells the manager, oh, he attacking me, he trying to rape me, woo-woo-woo, da-da-da. Sam go down there, he wakes up, because he been drugged. He wakes up, his pants is gone. Oh, girl wearing his pants when she ran downstairs. So this nigga runs downstairs, nigga with a shirt on, open. He ain't got no pants on. He running the fucking manager office. He knocking on the door of the office. Yo, what's going down? What's going down? Like, is she in there? Like, she took my money. Oh, I also had money in my pants. She took my shit. Like, I don't know what she's telling you, but it ain't that. The manager like, yo, nigga, you come in this door, I'm going to shoot you. Sam opened the door, bow, shot him. Boom, dead. Come to find out in court. The girl was a prostitute who had been paid already. The manager was a known madam working with the mob. Then the next day. fucking crazy, dog. The next day after he gets killed, his manager go to his wife, Barbara, and say, yo, I don't know what happened, man, but you know. How about this? Now that you're the technical owner of his publishing and shit, I give you 50 cash right now. 50K. Let me get that publishing. She don't know how much this shit is worth. She don't know that his- And we pub-
3: caught your wife, your husband in bed with another woman when he died.
2: Man. But guess what she don't know? She don't know that his publishing also includes Sonny and Cher, songs from the Beatles, songs from Rolling Stones, songs from Bobby Womack, songs from the Valentinos. The shit goes on and on and on. So she sells it for 50K. Bam. Dog owns all all of their publishing now. All of it. And guess who the executive producer of this film was? His son. The nigga who got him killed stole his publishing. His son. Fucking wild. And we thought her getting with Bobby Womack was wild. Man. But look, go watch the two killings of Sam Cooke. Because my biggest issue, like I said, was them not showing him to be as pro-black as he really was. Um, and I don't, I don't fault Regina King. I don't fault... Um, Kemp Power, creative expression is one thing, but I want everybody to make sure they understand that I'm to Sam Cooke we no saw. i
3: man. Have me out here looking like a fool, though. Yeah, that, that executive like, producer. If I'm directing something or producing something, I'm going to look into
2: it. Yeah, yeah. And, again, you researched Sam Cooke. He was not who he was displayed as, man.
3: I dropped a, uh, a video in a, in a group of Sam Cooke and uh, yep. Muhammad Ali singing yep. together. On the song that they they they, put, yeah. they they created. I had never seen that before.
2: Yeah. Oh, and in, uh, in the Two killings of Sam Cooke, Doc, Jim Brown is in there. He's mm-hmm. talking about that night in Miami. Oh, it's wow. probably the only thing on film. And it's, it's a couple minutes. It ain't detailed. It ain't long. But he's talking about how powerful of a thing it was to have the four of them. And it was like, so as we already explained, Muhammad was like the glue. But all four of them was really friends. Like they was really gang gang, dog. And it was like. To see Jim Brown talking about that shit And talking about the type of man Sam Cooke was And then to go back to that movie It just felt like damn dog If you don't do the extra research on your own You'll walk away from a film Believing one portrayal
3: I had to tell as some, you know, law. some kids that was in here That that wasn't a true story mm. Cause they, they was like He had a um, He had a uh, um, He was talking about he saw Malcolm Flaws in this movie I'm wow. like Yo, no, you didn't You did not No, you didn't That's 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 not what happened <laughs> No, you didn't
2: See, that's dang So, biopics are always interesting to me, right? Because people take them as law um, You'll watch What's Love Got To Do With It And you're gonna think about Ike What everybody thought about Ike for the last 30 years
3: I watched Malcolm X last, last week mm-hmm. And I stopped watching Malcolm X. I turned I didn't make well let me rephrase. I started watching Malcolm X X rather. Got it. Um uh, with Denzel. Yep. And I stopped about ten minutes in because some of the words that uh Denzel aka Malcolm was saying, I've heard those words come from other people for. Mm. You know the 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 one of my all time favorite clips with Farrakhan and Mike Wallace. Yes. And yep. Farrakhan wrote and pinned um, he put the white man on trial. He's like, I charge you with being the biggest race better on earth. Yeah. I charge you yep. with this, da, 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 da. He had Malcolm saying that. In
1: the,
3: the movie. In the movie. Yep. Like, no. And even his words. I know that audio because it's it's, it's, it's ingrained in my mind. Like, I know that audio. And then, so I went and bought the um the audio book um, version of the autobiography of Malcolm of Malcolm, X. yeah. And... Lawrence Fishburne is the orator, yeah. um, narrator of that, which is 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 perfect. Yeah. Um. But like, he was reading p- pieces of the book were in there, and like, if you just watched the movie, and the movie was was based upon the book. Yeah. But if you just watched the movie, you would think that some of this shit is like real and it actually happened. and yeah. it, And it did not. Even how it was how his father's death was portrayed in the movie. Like, no, that's not how it happened. Yeah. Like, they didn't really go into the fact that. You know his mom went crazy. Had eight children, and like another guy came in. After like it, it was it was, It's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, that you think you know about in '92, if you watch that, and that's in, in real life. That's the most that y'all know about Malcolm. Yeah hey. is that movie? And
2: that's again, most they know about Ike and Tina. Most they know about Malcolm. Most they know about the Temptations. Most they know like motherfuckers take what we see on film, and they run with it. And I I get. The notion that yo it becomes Intriguing to sort of learn about These people's lives but Make sure you follow up and do that Research on your own too like don't Because that's what biopics do for me they make me Look up what really happened like Yo did that really happen or did that Go down like that I want to know how to Separate fact from fiction because I don't ever want to walk around Ignorantly talking about some shit That really happened and when you're talking about a figure Like Malcolm X when you're talking about a Sam Cook. Fam, I don't ever want to sound like I'm talking about dudes for real who I literally am wrong about. Like, I I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to intentionally be wrong, and that's the thing. Sometimes people are sort of just – they're comfortable in their ignorance, and I don't, I don't say ignorance to be offensive. Like literally in the fact that they don't know. Ignorance is bliss. It is bliss, and it's like, yo, I've seen it in the movie. That's enough for me. You know, I was just a saying for me, yeah,
3: for a long time till it made sense, right? It made, like, no, yep. ignorance is, is bliss. bliss. Yeah, man. So I guess you got to figure out what bliss is. Yeah, facts. <laughs> what is bliss to you, <laughs> or or? or for most people, like, what is Blitz? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, shit.
2: So, look, man. Do again. Do your research. Watch the two killings of Sam Cook. Um, and and just but what's the other killing?
4: So, so it's talking about how they killed, killed him physically and
2: they killed his character. Gotcha. Um, and and essentially, I mean, Sam died a lot of deaths because even after he died. Bam, your wife start messing with your protege. Then 50 um, years
3: later, you got a movie coming you out. You got
2: a movie coming out that show you looking like you whitewashed and all that. It's just like, man, dog. It's a really great documentary. My mom was actually watching it earlier today, and she was like, this is phenomenal. I'm like, dog, it really is, man. Like, And that, that portrayal of Sam, albeit Leslie Odom did a wonderful job playing him, but, man, that material, when you look at it, it's just like, yeah, that kind of ain't. If I were... His family, I would understand why they was pissed off Like, I, I, I would get that um, But anyway, check that out Sue Killings and Sam Cook on Netflix You probably ain't paying for the Netflix Somebody else is And that shit's $20 now Oh, uh, what else we got going on in the world? Uh, we bought what, 52 in? Yeah, we bought 52 in We got some voice notes We got some, uh, some Blackberry, well, a Blackberry letter and we got a couple voice notes to get to So let's get to this Blackberry letter First um, When y'all hear that can crack You won't hear it crack today Cause we out here uh, Juicing for Dame, man We keeping yes. it We juicing for Dame, We vegan for Dame, We keeping it real live for my boy man uh, I had a really good vegan meal yesterday straight, Yo I meant to text you And I'm glad we doing this live on air I normally wouldn't even give them no plug Cause they ain't black But fuck that The food was delicious dog Unburger Grill in Dearborn
3: I heard they were
2: was- It's on Michigan Avenue Fam those were probably the best chili cheese fries I've ever had Okay They make all their The only non in-house vegan product they have is Beyond Sausage Because they sell like a spicy sausage or whatever Everything else is made in-house All the patties I'm pulling up all the, Unburger Grill in Dearborn on Michigan Ave Firest chili cheese fries you'll ever eat They were delicious, dog, and filling. Like, I ate that and really didn't touch my burger, man. It was crazy. But, um, juicing for Dame, vegan for Dame, salute to Dame, salute to to Shop Talk, man. Uh, Everybody, focus on your health. I know a lot of our listeners is around our age group, so I I want to- Eating some barbecue chips. Hey, man, eating some barbecue chips,
3: drinking a brisk, but guess what? I've been juicing all day, and I'm going to go home and chop more veggies- uh, to juice when I get to the crib, um, I just want because it's wild, right? Like we're
2: in our late thirties now. Yeah, that shit we are. Crazy. We are no longer mid thirties. Like no, we're over that hump. Um, we gotta pay attention to this shit, dog. and and I love that when somebody's dealing with some complications, that we can use that as as a motivator. Or a motivating factor, but I would also like for us to be more proactive and just like getting on top of it, man. I don't want to hear about one of my boys being sick before I start acting right. So I've been in that gym.
3: That's a trick. That's a fact.
2: I've been, you know, trying to eat better. The last month I've been focused a little bit more on my health. I have on a t shirt under this hoodie right now that did not fit me about a month and a half ago. That's what's up. And that bitch is on me comfortably right now. So everybody just keep your your focus on your health. Health is wealth. Y'all know the vibes, but in the meantime, when you hear that can crack, that means your man back. All right. Got the, uh, got the Blackberry letter. I'm not going to put my dog name out there, but he said, my guys, what's good? Glad to have y'all back this week, and I got another story for you. So my homeboy accidentally dry snitched to his manager's wife, but was it really his fault? Let's start at the beginning.
3: Yes. <laughs> Why are you talking
2: to that man wife? <laughs> the accidental dry snitch to the manager's <gasps> wife. My friend works for Chrysler on midnights, and his manager runs the production floor. For anyone who's never worked midnights, the plant is at half capacity, and some parts are completely empty. At times, throughout the night, his manager, we'll call him Leon, disappears for hours at a time and leaves another supervisor in charge. A production worker, who we'll call Monique, also disappears from the line or goes home early whenever Leon does. My boy noticed this in hindsight. Leon has pictures of his wife and his kids all in his office, always talks about the things they do together. And recently, Leon took vacation time to go to Mexico for his, quote, anniversary. Ironically, Monique took time off as well, but my friend didn't pay it any attention. Fast forward to a couple of weeks later, he runs into the manager's wife, who we'll call Janet. Janet used to work at the same plant as her husband, but was promoted and transferred to another building. They exchanged hellos and began a casual conversation. Yes, it's your fault. <laughs> and when my friend asked, how was Mexico? Janet sat there with a puzzled face and asked, why you think I went to Mexico? My friend was like, Leon told us y'all were going to Mexico for your anniversary. Janet responded by saying Leon told her he went to Mexico on a work trip and that the anniversary isn't until July. It was at that moment. My homeboy knew he fucked <laughs> This is wild. All right, we almost set the end. His manager, Leon, didn't come to work that night, but when he returned the next day, he's been hounding my friend for everything. No matter how well his zone is doing, it's never good enough, and he's constantly demeaned in front of all of his direct reports and other supervisors. My friend Phil's Dell But did he die, though? Hey, my friend feels as though Leon is on a mission to get him fired. He's been written up twice for minor mistakes and been denied a transfer of shift and plant, both blocked specifically by Leon. <laughs> Ironically, Monique was moved to another plant a couple days after the conversation between my friend and his boss's wife. Leon has never spoken directly to my friend about the incident. So, fellas, a couple questions. Is the working relationship between my friend and his manager repairable? If he feels he's being targeted, should he go to HR? And should he have just said hi and shut the fuck up? Whatever advice y'all give, he'll be able to take.
3: Till next time, OGs. C, you Ooh. should have just, like, f- listen. Work relationships, buddy. Since we not using no names and I don't know these people, I'm assuming these people are white because black men don't cheat. Facts. Um, But. Black men do me name Lee, I know. but. So on a th- so thing.
4: Leon,
2: <laughs>
3: yo, the 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 cop in uh, Resident Evil Two, white guy, name was Leon. Every time I think I heard Leon, anyway, that's funny, um, like. like you're not friends with your boss' wife. Stop making. I hate small talk. Why are you asking that woman about? They was fucking if they went to if they went to Mexico. Like why are yeah. you? What you yeah. mean? How was Mexico? What does that mean? Let's say that was my wife. She's going to say, oh, it was great. And then what? Like, stop making small yeah, talk. Yeah. Y'all not friends. Like, you putting your... Like, that, I get it. It's a mistake. Yeah. But just in general, you're not friends with this woman. You hey, how her. are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's so nice to see you, man. Bow. Why she there? And you walk away. Oh, it's like, midnight.
2: No, Why no. Is, he said he ran into her. Oh, Yeah, Leon her. ran into oh. her. But it was after the the Mexico trip, so... He thought he was doing a I don't like talking to people from work. I don't like talking to people who are spouses of people I work with. Like, I don't need these relationships to exist. Like, yeah, I've made some good friends at jobs I've had. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But these aren't relationships that I like like need in I my seek life. Out yeah, I don't specifically So when I see your spouse out, I guarantee I'm not saying more than hi. Yeah, how you doing? And that's only if they catch eye contact with me and remember me, because I probably don't remember them. Yeah, I'm going to act like I don't see you. Yeah. So if they say, oh, Anthony, you used to work with
3: John. And when ah, I, John's wife. I knew I knew you from somewhere. How you doing? You good? When, when I'm I gonna, say I'm going to act like I don't see you, not like in a rude, disrespectful yeah. way, and no, I'm literally going to act like I don't mm-hmm. see
2: you. Like, like my faking like I didn't make eye contact with you game is bar none, dog. So... Off top, your man should have just said hi and kept it moving. That's the first mistake. Second mistake, fam, it don't matter. Like Jay said, it don't matter how Mexico was. Because if he had gone to Mexico with his wife, you don't got to ask how was Mexico. Mexico was fucking lit, nigga. Nigga, don't be asking
3: my wife about nothing.
2: Yeah, what, you want to see my wife in a bikini? Like, now I got to beat your ass. You wanna, Come on, you bro. You want to ask her what we, what we did that day? Yeah. Like, oh, oh. what position did uh, Leon fucking in? Did, did I do that thing she liked? Like, what the- did Leon do that Leon? Like, <laughs> Leon. no, nigga. Don't ask, don't ask me shit, dog. So, off top, he should have shut up. He shouldn't have asked shit. As far as should he go to HR, I don't know that they don't have a reparable situation,
3: dog. What I'm saying is this, right? All right. The question is, he was wrote written up. For minor offenses, quote-unquote minor offenses. Did you do the offenses or not? Yeah. Because, like, I get it. Um it, it, It's, it's kind of tough, and he's going to be watching you, so don't fuck up. And this is your doing, though. Yeah. Like, you did this. It's like
2: traveling in the NBA, right? Like, sometimes they call it. They don't call it all the time. But when they call it, if you travel... You kind of just got to take the call.
3: (laughs) Now, (laughs) granted, I'd have let the nigga get out of there. Yeah, I wouldn't have blocked that if I was Leon. Because I want to get as far away from this nigga as possible. But this is
2: kind of where when you start thinking about, like, yo, should he, like, is their relationship reparable? Should he go to HR? That's when Leon or your man, pardon me, should go to Leon and be like, yo, look, you blocked my transfer. Like, I know it's... Something up between us I don't want shit to be weird In our work environment I love this job I enjoyed working for you I didn't mean to fuck up Like he can own this Like nigga I like, was just
3: Making small talk with your yeah, wife So I can get in better with you
2: Yeah shit like I didn't that. realize I was finna cause no trouble for you That wasn't my intention But I would love to be able to transfer So I can keep building my career here Like I don't want to be in no situation Where I lose this job bro
3: Could you be mad at a nigga Who's mad at you After you ruined this Well let me rephrase this Cause he ruined his own shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, because off top, Leon, you shouldn't have been out there, white yeah. Leon. So we're we we, we, we going to acknowledge that. Kings of
3: Leon. It was one of them, yeah. nigga, all white boys. But, like, are you mad that a nigga is mad that you fucked up and did something that, that was detrimental to his life yeah. that he may not get back? And that's the thing. children.
2: You have to own this, bro. If you see that, yo, he's making life hell for you at work, why don't you step up to the plate and
3: acknowledge why? Because it's your fault. Bottom line, bro. Not, not granted again, cause y'all know how y'all be on the mansplain shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get it. The nigga cheated. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, no. it's his fault. One hundred percent. But that shit to the side. If you wouldn't have said nothing, nobody would have been the wiser. And niggas in the plant have work wives all the time. It's a whole different. It's a. That's not right. I heard about them plants. It's well, it's, yeah. it's it's just different inside there.
1: And.
2: Again, he wrong for cheating. Just make sure we throw that out there. He wrong as shit for cheating. But he's the manager. (laughs) So if anybody can make your man's life hell, it's his manager, dog. And if he doesn't at least go up and acknowledge, yo, what happened was a, a complete mistake. I don't want the work environment between us to be fucked up. But if you feel like this ain't it for me, like I can't work on your team no more, like I would really appreciate you signing off on me switching shifts or going to another building.
3: Yeah, I I think that conversation safely because yeah. a nigga got killed in J for some shit like this. Facts, before. facts. Um, I don't know, man. So listen, all right. Let me let's let's be real right now. Though I don't like this advice I'm about to give. Oh shit. Maybe you should get HR involved, but not like I don't know how you get an HR involved and not like in a in a tattletale yeah, type of role. Yeah. Because at at this particular point, you probably do need somebody to mediate the situation. Because yeah, because if I talk to you myself, this nigga might fuck around and kill me. Because here's where it gets wild though. When you get HR
2: involved, right? Now you gonna be because now you got to get Monique involved. Yeah. Now it's like I now everybody starts to get involved, dog.
3: Um, And Monique is not a supervisor. Yeah. So now I'm gonna fuck around and get fired. Yeah. Because I can't threaten
2: that like. Monique fucking round. she might get fired, like, everybody could get fired. Now you talking about potential lawsuits, like, it really could get ugly. The union
3: might get involved, like, it get wild, dog. Like, let my man transfer out, man. Just let him transfer out, dog. Because this a, is a bad situation. Yeah. I know dude mad that, you know, dude messed his, his situation up, but yeah. you got caught slipping out here. Yeah. And with you having him so close... And you bringing more attention on yourself because yeah. now he, he want to go yeah. to HR. Because also, if this is a cat who
2: normally took care of his business and he was working his way up and now he getting write-ups and he getting in trouble every day, they going to start coming to you too. Like, yo, what's up with your man? What's up? Yeah, with like, you what's man? up?
3: Cause, could you do some coaching? Or, yeah. Like, what, like, what, what's why up? is performance dropping?
2: And it's like you don't want to have to be closer to him by having to coach him or train him or discipline him or whatever. Just let him get up out of there, man. Transfer him out and and let that be that. But your man got to go and acknowledge I know I fucked up. I know I fucked up. I didn't mean that. That was a, it was a mistake going wrong. Like, or a simple gesture going wrong. Like I didn't mean to say what I said. I ain't mean, to trick or trigger all the shit that I triggered happening in your house dog. But so when you
3: realize that yeah. you said some shit that you wasn't supposed to say, don't you try to clean it up? Yeah. No, my bad. I thought you was Sharon. you can't you not you know I thought you was Mickey wife. No, not Lee, oh. you Leon wife. I, I, I got mixed up. My with bad, Mickey my bad, my
2: or bad. Mickey yeah, or like but see where he couldn't pull at is the that nigga Leon still went to Mexico. Just told her it was a work trip, so it's like damn, there's no way around that. So damn. nigga could have been like, yo, I thought he was saying. Y'all was going for the anniversary, but maybe he said y'all was
4: planning on going yeah. for your anniversary. I think he was yeah. saying
3: because he had such a fun time on, on the, the work, work trip, trip that he was gonna go. Cause that's what Leon should have said. Like, no, I ain't yeah. confused. Yeah, I said I was having so much. Like, I fun. told him that shit's
2: so cold. Me and you got to go back to that resort yeah. come
3: July. He probably thought he I meant that I that you went to the yeah. resort. Yeah, no,
2: it just a misunderstanding. Yeah, man, he gotta he gotta clean that up. Gotta clean that, that up. Ever
3: ever happened to you? No, no yeah my auntie did that shit to me, Wow, by mistake, wow, what's she say <laughs> <laughs> like by mistake <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> uh, so uh, like I was with a young lady, and um and her and her son that came over for like a Christmas or some shit like that, right, mm-hmm. and that was like in Decemberish, you know, <laughs> and um. You know, one night after uh Clay's birthday party. Okay. Uh, Clay, I, ran, what up? I ran into some legal problems. Okay. And uh uh a young lady helped bail me out <laughs> of jail. Okay. okay. And we had went to my aunt's house. You know, later on there was some family gathering and shit like that. And then she was like, Oh, hey. <laughs> she, this, is, this is funny. She's like, oh, you know what with the with the sun, right? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah. So like in the car I'm like uh oh, she probably was talking about my My cousin right This nigga got like A bunch of kids Like he probably Like like he always Bring a new Like he probably Thought you you was One of the ones that. But you just Denied 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 I mean To the end of the time
2: Yeah I just
3: But I But guess what Guess what I Guess what I didn't do Like I wasn't mad at my aunt Yeah yeah. She ain't got nothing To do with this shit Like you know what I'm saying You can't like Ultimately you the one Fucking up And you
2: doing dirt And that's kind of what I wish Leon would kind of get yeah. Um but it's, not it,
3: the other, it's even though it's they fought it's not yeah, they
2: fought Yeah. Like, fam, you shouldn't have been in Mexico
3: with Monique. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't go to
2: Mexico with Monique.
3: Problem niggas, solved. You can't be celebrating a an anniversary with your savage. Like, y'all, is that a thing? That's my yo, side chick anniversary. chick anniversary?
2: <laughs> oh my God. Like, that is crazy, dude. Um why niggas be taking a side like, all right. At what point did the side chick so you know, i tell you like, what Like the niggas start treating The side chick like they girl
3: Because men are ready To move on with poly- polygamy But women just won't get on board Jesus He's ready to have two wives Y'all just don't know about each other He gotta join the fruits He Clearly he can love two people Cause his marriage was happy Before then right <laughs> Yeah, I swear that shit ain't possible. But you was happy before you found out. It's it's possible. <laughs> y'all just uh, gotta get on board, and then, I'm fucking with y'all. Nah, <laughs> man. but real talk.
2: Like at some point, granted, don't have a side chick. You don't have these problems, nigga. You don't niggas. Stay away from the side chick. But or, or, we also gonna acknowledge niggas have side chicks. Or like,
3: actively pursue polygamy.
2: Yeah, but. Don't treat your actual wife or girlfriend like... Any less than you are with the side Like yo side get to go to Mexico And your wife was here in Detroit cold It was snow
3: Nah she was going to Mexico again though <laughs> We was running that back I know a perfect resort And hey. then they would have got there And then the nigga behind the counter was like Hey good that to That nigga would have been back. like Leon. Leon Leon
2: it's good to see you. Oh they're in Mexico not Jamaica pardon me
3: <laughs>
2: I was ready to hit that nigga with the Leon <laughs> Amigo <laughs> That nigga said, my friend. El Leon. El Leano. <laughs> Speaking of Leon, ain't Leon uh Unk on Snowfall? Yeah. Hey, we coming back. We coming back. I can't fucking wait. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Um, we got a couple voice notes. See what the homies is talking about. Before we get to them, uh I do have something interesting. Motherfucking, we got an update on the shy. So season four. They moving uh, Curtis Cook, a.k.a. Duda, up to a season or a series regular. So he going to be on there for real, for real. He wasn't a regular already? I thought he was a regular already, but apparently we finna get way more uh, Duda
3: activity. So that's happening. This is about to be his third season on the show.
2: I really thought he was a regular. I I wouldn't have never... Took him as a non regular or it irregular. He was in every
4: episode. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> like, shit. Nigga killed He's, Reggie. Like, he <laughs> did all kind of shit. That nigga bro. got like the most 10 day contracts in the. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck.
2: um, Jason Weaver will now be a. Recurring character on the shy yo, Jason Weaver could have replaced Jason, um, the other nigga. They definitely look similar enough, (laughs) but Jason Weaver's from Chicago. Like, a lot of niggas think he's from ATL because he was in ATL and he was in Drumline, but he's from Chicago. I like Jason Weaver. I like Javen. I think Jason Weaver's funny. I think he's a good, serious actor. He's talented. He's talented as shit. He's like, I hope they don't have him singing on there. Don't Luke James when,
3: him. One of young Michael Jackson?
2: Yeah. 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 And Kilted low-key. So Jason Weaver has been on um, added as a recurring character. And then. And still eating
3: checks from that, by the way.
2: Facts. I'm going to call her internet sensation, but I promise you that is not to be offensive. This is only where I know her from. Uh, Tabitha Brown. Ooh. Yeah. I she from the internet right I didn't know if she came From anywhere else Cause niggas would be like Oh they got their own business She's selling a 10 million dollar Hair empire I didn't know her from that I just yeah. saw her on
3: the internet With her The sea yeah, yeah 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 Her and her daughter popping now
2: Okay okay Well Tabitha Brown Has also been added As a recurring character We don't know nothing about her Or Jason Weaver's characters yet But they will be on season 4 I
3: like that I'm not mad at Upping I like the fact that the internet I mean shit That's what we got Uh Kane from, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: yeah. Cain on power, not on menace. Um, so that was I got tagged in that a couple times, and then Shorty just sent it to me, so I wanted to make sure that we got that out there. Damn, who
3: sh- the most popular Kane Menace. I guess menace. I gotta
2: ask who for for <laughs> yeah. what age range. Shit. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go menace. Um, but shit, you got some niggas who gonna tell you uh, no limit, <laughs> Kane <laughs> Hey, uh, real quick before we get to these voice notes, because me saying no limit made me think of New Orleans, which took me here. Are you caught up on your honor? Yes.
1: Episode Uh, nine just
2: blew my motherfucking mind, bro.
3: Man, it was so good. And then, you know, um, (laughs) somebody I steal content from uh, told me it was the season finale. Mm. And it was not It was not They will have an episode 10 Well she yeah, had mentioned it I, I, It scared the fuck out of me Because yeah. I'm like Nigga that episode It so cannot end like that I'm like nigga This episode was so fucking good hey. I was like Is that why it was so fucking I'm like it's only 9 episodes though yeah. Like, It can't be 9 So then I googled it hey. It was saying. funny As soon
2: as we pressed play Shorty was like Whoo, episode 9 this is the penultimate episode And I'm like Salute to us, one for using words like penultimate at the crib. You That's know what I'm f- saying? That's what we, flex, we in there. You know what I'm saying? But then when she said it, I'm like, I hope it lives to that because this is supposed to be that episode. My God. That episode was
3: so good, dog. It was so good. What's so funny like, is um I felt like it was a long episode. It did feel long. I, I didn't feel short at all, bro. I, I kept having a press pause and be like, yo, is this
2: is this not a like Fam. is this longer than an hour? I was rewinding, dog. Like when when boy uh when Pops found out So am I that the that only That
3: nigga name was Adam? Am I the only one that wants the Gangster nigga, to find out that he, that, Mr. son, yeah, that he, I'm not the one that killed your son. Yeah, no, you're not. And I think we're headed in that direction finally. And like, once you find that, you will understand why I'm doing this shit, and maybe yeah. you won't try to, maybe you'll try to kill my son. Yeah, but probably. Uh, and I wouldn't be mad at it, but you might yeah. not try to kill me. Yeah, like, and I'm gonna be okay with that, and you'll understand like why I'm going through this shit. Yeah, like, dog, I'm literally up here risking my entire job because, because when you think about it. There was no significance of the asthma medicine. Yep. Until you realize, like, well, nigga, you don't got asthma,
2: fam. If you see the judge running through the ninth ward every morning, jogging his white ass off, <laughs> then nigga don't got <laughs> asthma. <laughs> he <laughs> don't <laughs> have asthma, dog. And the the look on the gangster dude' face, the Baxter dad, when uh when she said, "Yo, lead him alone," he was like, "Who the fuck is them?" She say judge whatever and adam dog face switched up so hard i said yo this is fucking mind-blowing then the teacher yo the teacher she finna fuck it all up she well i don't know if she gonna fuck it up now? well she done got a hella threat from one of the most (laughs) threatening niggas ever on tv you don't want that clay davis threat um but goddamn, dog. Yeah, we are gonna give a your honor review at the end yeah of the at the season. end after episode ten. Y'all gonna catch a special review, yeah, dog. Because that's not a culture. Yeah, but it's culture. But it's
3: culture because they in New Orleans. Because here is the thing. Oh, I seen. I seen uh, uh desire uh-huh. in another movie recently. Uh, Lil Mo or Big Mo. Lil Mo is the dude. Yeah. Okay. The big, okay. The mom. Got you. Big Mo. Okay. She was in a movie recently. I mm. just saw him, like last week. She probably my favorite character on there. I, I wish they movie. used her a little more. It was an older movie. She yeah. was somebody, Mama too. Yeah. Damn.
2: Hey and old girl, the the judge, little girlfriend, former oh. protest. She
3: putting shit together now. She was the mama in that uh, horrible movie with uh Wesley Snipes and um.
2: Oh, word uh, yeah. and Ti and all of yeah yeah. yeah. She uh, was the mama in that Crown City Kings yeah. or whatever that was called. Yeah Yeah yeah. Which I really didn't It was funny That day you hit me up about it I didn't realize That it had just come to Netflix yeah. Cause I rented that Like a year ago And I was like Niggas ain't seen this shit And I I not realize That it hit Netflix so I started seeing it On the internet I'm like why is niggas Going crazy I ain't get it um, but yeah, Your honor on a review coming. It's gonna be a special. We gonna talk probably like It's a, the
3: Patreon episode. Hey, that
2: might be the Patreon uh premiere, nigga.
3: Yo, don't let Joe Button and them niggas fool you. We've been talking about We've this been shit talking for about Patreon year.
2: since forever, dog. Um, we just ain't do it yet because we realize that if y'all niggas are splitting the Netflix and shit, y'all probably ain't got no bread. So um love y'all though. Love it's y'all coming though. Though. Oh, Patreon coming for sure, cause we gotta get some dough. Um, all right, let's get into some of these voice notes. Doo doo doo. I think this is from the homie Macho. Let's see what the boy talking about.
0: Yo, it's Macho. Peace to the pod. God's Aunt J. Rob Silver. We ain't going to forget about you, big homie. Yo, but I love when y'all drop music in the pod, man. It's just always hit. It's always right on time. It's always the right song. So, yo, in the same vein, talking music, man, I cried listening to a hip-hop song the other day, man. I've heard this song 45 times before. Maybe it's because I was a little under the influence. But, yo, I cried listening to this hip-hop song, but I want y'all to check it out, man. It's culturally relevant, but I want y'all to check out Cold-Blooded by Swiss Beats and Pusha T, man. And I I challenge y'all to give it a couple bars, man, maybe on the next pod or a pod on down the line. I want y'all to listen to it. It's It's like an audio movie to me, man, but it touched me, man. I cried, bro. But I want y'all to check out this song, man, and see if y'all can give it a few bars. I appreciate all y'all do. Um, the pot is on fire as usual, man. But, yo, we out here intentionally supporting our friends and our homies and our loved ones. Juice for Dame, vegan for Dame. Macho, West Coast, Saginaw's very own. I'm out.
2: My brother, my brother, appreciate it as always. He said cold-bloody, right? You pulling that up? I bet we about to play that right now, man. We I don't f- see it. Cold um, Blooded by Swiss and um, Pusher T, which is something I feel like I would already know about because yeah. you' talking about literally one of my fave
3: rappers. Here it go. Oh, you see it? Yeah. All right. up. I'm about to send it to your phone. I bet we about. Oh, to play- it's on the 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 soundtrack to Godfather of Harlem.
2: Got it. That's why I'm not familiar. Okay, hang on. All right, let's review that do. Just got the airdrop from Jay. Niggas tried calling me out. They be like, yo, Aunt, you be doing that do when you trans transitioning and shit. I was like, yeah, kiss my ass, nigga. All right, cold blooded. Switch me some push.
5: This city cold blooded cold-blooded. Your neck too soft with a knife to it. Funeral room's on, got your wife to it. Woo! They say cold-blooded. Up in here, who want to huh? Get cold-blooded. Hit everything in the daylight, huh? Police ain't For some hours, niggas ain't really talking for some hours You gon' die if you try to take hours Boy, we cold-blooded Black
0: child born in the storm They had to bundle up to stay warm Bodega babies, strollers in the snow to the candy lady That sugar made the monsters of the 90s crazy Child rebel soldiers of the inner city They hate-me-now tigers next to Nods and Diddy his mama fell in love with drug dealing Diddy. The only star left that was next to Biggie. Little
2: I know I know this song. It's on Swiss Beats album, Poison, that came out like 2017,
3: 2018.
2: Okay. Yeah, that was the one that had that Nas joint on there. Well, it was The zone that we in, the zone that you remember the Nas joint with Swiss.
3: I'll be perfectly honest. I don't think I've ever listened to a Swiss Beat album all the way through. Yeah. Um. I like the singles. Bigger Business is one of the. You know. Of course. The yeah. Bigger Business remix, rather, with Jada Cassidy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. But no, I don't. I don't. I, I, so what's funny? That song comes on after Nas. Um. Nas got the Echo Joint on there, which I'm sure you're familiar with. This.
5: I mean, Nas is one of the greatest. Can we get a chance Woo! Cheers. I mean, the echo of life is the echo of love, and the echo of love is I don't like the echo from, from above. Exactly. good to I I like this, it. The suit that is, I'm trying to make a building for the Never kids. heard this before. We see who next, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy Toast here. to you the kings, it. yeah. Toast to the queens up in here, yeah. The album name, damn, it's a poison. It's to so touch. many people, make it poison. Man, the life can be poison. You can talk crazy, bring your boys, yeah!
2: out the window at police, chasing niggas with warrants, there was never no peace Judy ass was enormous, I was fresh indeed, think about essentially knew a bunch of radio raheems rest in peace, four finger rings biggest brass knuckles, haters walk by try to stab you if they hug you lady on the fourth floor hollering every evening till she planned up, wasn't having it that evening, he was beating us she ain't have it that evening, one shot to the neck and the juggler, now he bleeding she beat the case, but damn the kids suffer, I'm dating a daughter, but I haven't visions
1: of a mother project nights no project lights hoping a friend yes yeah, so
2: i'm familiar with this verse yeah so that comes on right before the song with it t so i knew i heard that before
3: i'm gonna spend some time with
2: it yeah yeah it's a couple joints on that album real talk um, I don't like Swiss talking Yeah, I, I could get that Because when I was just looking for that Nas verse He said too many words at the beginning But uh, I'm a Swiss fan, but yeah He was doing a little bit much there
3: Some niggas is just not cool talking in front of the record
2: I respect it, I respect it And Mach, that was a hell of a song choice Now that I'm familiar with what you were talking about I could see why that broke you down Because Push was going crazy Like, the middle of that song, he just started Going off like it was like alright bro um, So no we appreciate it dog And as always you know we appreciate you sending In a voice note man peace and love to you man Alright man then we got the God man Rob Silver Back with another note Um. This is actually his voice note About the little things Which we finna discuss a little bit in a moment We are gonna discuss some other Shit in a moment but this is the little things Voice note from the homie Rob Silver
6: Evening fellas thoroughly enjoyed The Little Things. It gave me a true detective vibe. It really reminded me of True Detective, especially the first season with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, and the last season with Mahashala Ali. Um, Tremendous acting by Denzel and Mr. Robot. And, you fellas, do you ever notice that whenever there's at least two Wire alums in a movie or series, that it's Damn near a classic or a very, very good uh, show or movie, um, you have Avon's sister and Frank Sabatka in the in the in the um show. And I forgot, um, old girl, another chick from Snowfall, the chick that uh, Uncle Louis killed as uh, Denzel's ex-wife. And you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the young lady early in the in the movie that he was trying to get the reports. W- was that his uh, daughter in real life? You can um, correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, fellas, enjoyed the movie. Another great Denzel film to add to an incredible resume. Talk to you fellas soon.
3: Rob, appreciate it. I will My say brother. this because uh, somebody I steal content from uh, told me yesterday that was actually Denzel's uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I had no idea that she he, she, he had a daughter um, and... I'm still in that content. Yeah. But, yes, you're absolutely Yeah, right. you are
2: absolutely correct, Rob. That was his daughter. Um, I learned that later. The internets told me. Nobody
3: hit me up, um, but I did learn that on the internet. So I'll be honest. Uh, Anytime I'm watching a movie and I see somebody that was in it from The Wire, it's typically a good show. Man. I think the cast of The Wire were just some of the greatest actors. And I think yeah. because everybody loved that show so much, and that team who was worked on that show, I think when they spread out, they always pull back and yeah. get each other. But like I think that 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 crew, Frank Sabaka, yeah, he's he's an excellent actor. Yeah, he' has been in plenty of stuff. But anytime I see any one of those people
2: from noir they they, yeah.
3: they they always do a really good job.
2: And then like you said, we had Avon Barksdale's sister, aka Franklin Mama. Yeah, we already know what she do. It's wild too because I love her. As Franklin mom, I don't like her as Avon's sister, nigga. Never did. I hated Word. her as Avon's sister. She I don't know. She just kinda got on my nerves. Her li- and Weebay wife was just real irritating me, dog.
3: Um, I didn't like how the switch remember our only critique in Snowfall, Snowfall yeah. was the switch on how they just became She got too cool with selling dope. Like, but- like if you was don't bring nothing in
2: my house, now you running an organization. So I didn't like the switch, but I was comfortable with her switched. Like, if that makes sense, like her being on that side of things was cool to me. I just didn't think it was realistic that she would ever go to that side because uh, she was so adamant about not yeah. doing it. Oh, um, FY, season three recap coming to y'all soon. Y'all got a couple weeks for it. We're gonna do it the week before Snowfall premieres. Um, but just know it's coming. Uh, For those of y'all who haven't watched Snowfall For those of y'all who forgot what happened season 3 Or for those who need to get caught up Seasons 1 through 3 are available on demand On Hulu and on the FX app So go watch them They're there right now Y'all got a couple weeks to get caught up Before we do that season 3 recap
3: You know me Um, I just bought them shits on Apple uh, Real quick Cause Steve
2: Jobs Hey Steve Jobs Jr. Nigga all right, man. Uh, Rob, you kind of led us right into it. The little things, the little things, man. The internet's did what they do. They talk shit about it. A lot of folks didn't like the little things. Said it was stupid. Said they hated the ending. Just wasn't fans at all, man. I did not feel that way at all. I thought it was a good movie, man. I enjoyed it, bro. I I didn't get what people were so pissed off at, bro. Um.
3: I'm starting to wonder of course we talk about seven different story plots the whole mm-hmm. nine yards and then something happens and it's really predictable they be like man that shit was so predictable facts like what you want like I get it well I think the major confusion with this particular film um, is that you thought this was like a crime solver Movie, yeah, and it actually wasn't. It was the actual backdrop of that. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was just the backdrop. Um, so I I, I get it. You kind of probably wanted the finality of yo, this he person is, for is real. the killer, yeah. and this is, But like in real life, that's not how detective work go,
2: fam. We clean shit up to the point we can clean it up, and if we don't have any hard for real evidence, and we got a suspect who look like he he ninety eight point nine nine, we putting that shit to trial, and that's it. Dog did, and guess what? Sometimes that trial is hitting that nigga in the head with a shovel and burying
3: him in the desert. Now, I mean, now I get it. Um, towards the end of the movie, oh, when spoiler he, alert! When he got into the car with the yeah, dude, yeah. I was like, "Yo, you're walling right like, now." Like, this don't head. seem believable. Like, you in the car with a possible serial killer? Yeah. That's not about to ruin the movie. That's that. No. That no. is not going to be like, "Yo, this is a bad movie." Now, no. <laughs> like, and
2: again, dog. Rob Silver said it.
3: Fam, the acting. Come on bro Come on bro Did you notice That this movie Was not current day Yeah Not till my second watch But yeah <laughs> um, This movie Took place in 1990 Yeah um, When I was watching it Something was off with me When I saw the police cars Yeah Now His car was like a little I'm like alright It was right, a beater Yeah That's up up north Or whatever the fuck they at But when I was on When I saw other police cars I'm like yo what? These bitches is boxy To the motherfucker Yeah And then I seen my man get a page. I'm like, oh, he keeping it old school. Yeah. And then when it was on the freeway, and I just started looking, I'm like, yo, there is not a new car nowhere. On the freeway, yeah. Like there is not anything. I was like, yo, this was like nine. I thought like 1990 through 1995. And then I Googled yesterday, and um, the the young girl who was run the beginning. Yeah. That was 1990 when that happened. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I. I was like, "What was this based on a true story?" It took
2: like, me to the second watch to catch the um, the time. Um, I and I ironically, it was only because when I typed in or said the little things into the remote, the description that popped up on Comcast said, "Like set in 1990." Oh, it literally started with that, wow. and I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't realize that the first go round. But um, man, I thought it was a good ass movie. Um, I enjoyed it. It was an acting clinic. Yo, uh, what's I want to say? Dog's name correctly, man. The what's dude's name? Dude from Mister Robot, Rami Malek. Yeah, Rami Malek acted his motherfucking ass. He's a really good actor.
3: He's a strong actor,
2: bro. Denzel
3: did what Denzel does. I'm pretty Um, sure you guys haven't seen Mister Robot because probably not. It was like what's that? USA?
2: Yeah, yep. USA. How many seasons? Like five seasons. Like three or four. Yeah, it was
3: close. Um, Um. and I only watched maybe like the first three seasons, maybe yeah. and then it got like really, really weird and yeah. dark and so four scheduled. seasons, two
2: thousand fifteen to two thousand
3: nineteen. Um, but uh like he's a really good he's weird. Yeah. And that's the thing. He
2: plays fam, he just got the Oscar for Queen, uh, or whatever the what was the name of the movie about Queen? Uh God damn it. Where he played Freddie Mercury. Mm. I can't even think of the name of that movie. But he just got the Oscar for that.
3: Um dudes are very he's talented. He's just a actor. strong
2: actor, dog. Denzel, we know how Denzel come to play. We know what Denzel doing. I think at this point, real talk, I think
3: people are too comfortable with Denzel being great. And they y'all trying to discredit Denzel. Y'all saying yeah. he, he only played the same characters. Well, nigga, who else is it to play? Man. What you want him to be? A, you want to add into Marvel?
2: Well, he actually—I heard he may. He might be. Yeah, I saw some shit on the
3: line, on the internet. That I was but like, like wait w- a minute. What you want him to do? He's been a police officer. He's been a lawyer. He's been a bad cop. Um, he's been good cops, bad cops. He has been a regular jazz guy. player. He's been Malcolm fucking X. Fucking
2: Malcolm X. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's the thing, dog. At this stage of Denzel's career, because it's funny, I had this conversation a few years ago when he first started the um. What's the name of the movie that Queen Latifah's now in the show? Equalizer. The Equalizer. So Equalizer 1. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit, now they got Denzel on as Liam Neeson." Cuz I immediately after the success of Equalizer 1, they were already saying like part 2 was already in production. They've been approved. Da da da. So I'm like, "Damn, they got him on as Liam Neeson." And then I thought about it. Liam Neeson's also a really great actor. And now niggas would be like, yo, he typecast. he do the same movie. Woo, woo, woo. It's these unbelievable old man action films. And now they got Denzel kind of in a similar role. To an old nigga whoop your ass. But guess what? Tell an old nigga whoop your ass for one. But for two, these two niggas ain't got nothing to prove to y'all. They got Oscars. These
3: are Oscar nominated, Oscar winning actors, bro. Once I watched The Little Things, then I went on a Denzel binge. I wanted to watch more Denzel. So I bought Training Day. Man. And to and watch the entire movie. I watched Training
2: Day every time it's on.
3: And not just the last ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but like, fam, it's a good and I was like, it's a good he acted his ass off in that movie. Yeah. I I do understand why he got an Oscar because that role was so much different than any role he had been asked to play. I will say this
2: about training day, because I recently watched it about maybe a week ago. I was very critical of Denzel winning that Oscar. For that movie. And I felt like, yo, y'all gave him that because y'all knew y'all got it wrong the other three or four times he should have got this motherfucker. He did a phenomenal job in that movie. He y'all. really did. That
3: that movie was crazy. Like I, I, you, <laughs> yo, know what, you know what we discounted? Why? Because it's black. Yeah. It's some hood not Not hood shit, yeah, but no, like. No, but he played a hood yeah. detective nigga. Like, nah. And be, I guess because we're so familiar with Again, those type of people. We comfortable. We like, yo, this not. Like, yo, but Denzel not from the hood, my nigga. Rewatching him play
2: that role, dog, was for real like a work of art. He killed that man. If y'all ain't watched Training Day in a minute, like I, I implore you to go watch that,
3: dog. I'll tell you what's really good acting. When I'm watching on screen, mm-hmm. while you're actually acting, yeah, and you can make the face like you just got caught in a lie and you're making something up on the fly. Like you're acting that, cause like in real mm-hmm. life, fam, you didn't get caught up on a lot. Man, yeah. oh shit, you made it. Yeah, you passed the test. Like he looked like he was lying. Yeah, fam, yeah. that's hard to do. Yeah, because this whole thing is lying. <laughs> he <laughs> smoked that movie, dog. Like it's and the it's the little thing. Ooh. <laughs> oh shit. That's a hold on. That was oh, a, no. scary. A, a, fucking vibes. Uh, unintentional. Uh, unintentional uh, bar and shit but like it, it is the the, manu- the mannerisms the, the 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 voice acting the 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 body language like come on man yeah
2: oh and then not to be outdone i know he wasn't in the whole movie he came about halfway jared leto killed that dog and I need niggas to start putting respect on my white boy name. Jared Leto's a phenomenal actor. He talented as shit. That nigga be leaving the Oscars and he be having like concerts to go to. And she got a successful band. He wanted them, dog. But boy, he creeped me out that whole goddamn movie, dog. And I'm like, he acted so well that even with all his creepiness, once uh, Mr. Robot killed him, I really was like, Damn dog I don't know if dog Did it for real and like Cause you start questioning Like yeah Was it some shady Looking shit Sure
3: Did it make him A serial killer Did he do it though Nah Like it was I was wilding out Because like One Why'd you get in the car With this nigga mm-hmm. um, Without your backup mm-hmm. um, also, You ain't radio Nothing in or nothing Yeah dog. like which a little six shooter, which yeah. is also how I knew this was a, this movie was. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'm like, why do we got this? Cops ain't ass, walking around with that no more. Like, why the fuck he got this weak ass gun? Like, my my spider sense, my spider senses were tingling for a long. I'm like, yo, something ain't right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this shit is like on some 90s shit. Anywho, yeah. why the fuck you out there shoveling? <sighs> Man, I thought that was weird. Man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand what was going on, but. This whole thing, this whole movie for me, I thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Now, now, some of the critiques that I saw, because let's talk about niggas for a minute. Some of the critiques I saw was, yo, so that was it? Like the ending. They ain't like the ending. What did niggas not like about the ending? Because we're still left with wondering if he was still the killer
3: or not? Because the point of this movie isn't to solve a crime. Fam. The point was about those two people. Fam. It was literally about Denzel and Mr. Robot. And 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 Denzel's character was able to walk him through what yeah. someone was not able to walk him through. And Denzel absolved himself
2: from his past behavior. But then it was wild because we also saw Mr. Robot turn into who Denzel had been for the last decade or however long.
3: And then Denzel fixed
2: him yeah. by
3: lying to him.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I I know hey, what I'm you're not gonna about let to, you torment yourself.
3: I see you out you got a wife, yep. you got two children. I've lost mine. So here go this red barrette. You know what I'm saying? I'll like I lost mine. Take it. He's like, yo, it's the little things that get you caught up. Man. And I'm I i kind of like how throughout the movie they gave you bits and pieces about what happened in the past.
2: Yeah.
3: Right? And then I then I got kind of frustrated. Or it's like, yo, the captain, nigga, that was your partner. Yeah. Like, you you was like, he don't hang. front on him, too. Don't, don't hang with this guy,
2: and why is you here? They're like, nigga, you help me do this shit. Yeah. That actually pissed me off that he was so, like, against him returning. And it was like, fam, I didn't return to work. I came here to do just some real quick, again, some little shit, and I'm going to be right out. And you telling niggas, yo, don't work with him, don't hang around him, don't turn, take too much from him.
3: Why, dog? Like, I didn't get the whole um when she gave him a bullet, and was like what 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 we did?" I'm thinking like did y'all- ki-? I'm like, oh, y'all killed the serial killer, yeah, yeah, like y'all was on some
2: when it came together, man, I just I didn't get what people didn't enjoy about this movie,
3: so this is what I thought I thought that that he they killed the serial killer, okay." who what they thought was the serial killer, and now these bodies are popping up. They thought it was, we we, we we killed killed the the wrong one. And that's what I thought was going to be the big reveal, and it was not. And I was, I I didn't know, like, that was some, I wasn't expecting him to shoot, like, come on, man. You wasn't expecting old girl to come out the woods. Fam, how could you? How could you? And and would you put him in jail for that? Even though he probably, they probably would. They probably would because he's a black cop. It's in the 90s nigga But then
2: I'm also Yeah it wasn't no evidence For shit man Wasn't no cameras Wasn't no camera phone. Like But he probably Would've did time But then I don't
3: know you, Cops get away with worse So I mean we see that He got alright with it Let, Literally This omitted yeah. uh, omitted. The gunshot wound Said she got stabbed And was fine with the rest of it Boom Boom Crazy Look at Franklin Mama Being shady again Oh, fucking weird corner! I thought this was—I thought it was good.
2: Man. I really enjoyed the movie. Even sitting here talking about it, I'm honestly like, man, I would rewatch that shit. Man, now, a- I saw some people saying like, oh, well, it started too slow for me. I will admit, it was a slow start. But I thought it was a slow start in the sense of I just didn't know what they were getting to. That was it. It wasn't. It was me just kind of being anxious, like, yo, when they gonna get to it? I didn't know. Even the first girl we see get chased, we don't see her get killed.
3: You know, it's so great that we're talking about The Little Things Yeah, as well as uh, Malcolm and Malcolm Marie. Malcolm and Marie, yeah. Because the answer to why people don't like The Little Things was in Malcolm and Marie. Mm. And it was on some Inception shit when he was explaining, like, you motherfuckers don't know about film. You don't know why you like what you like. I thought about like. me
2: and you as soon as he said
3: that. Like, you don't know why you like what you like. You think it's because of the... We'll get in that. But, like, yeah, I don't think that y'all... Because what you really want is a regular cop film where yeah. at the end of it, you feel good because the bad guy is off the street. Murder
2: you, investigation resolution.
3: You are the reason that yep. cops, quote unquote, feel pressure to get somebody and arrest the wrong person. Yeah. Because of this feeling, this need that you know, we have to do it. Yeah. We have to. There has to be
2: absolute resolution or people's minds continue to wander. No, there's um, is, is a thing called
3: shadow of a doubt.
2: And this thing. This there's also a thing called, it's a fucking movie, dog again artistic expression stop telling niggas they whack because the shit they created don't fucking uh make you feel good or don't make you feel relieved you done spent two hours watching it now because the end ain't what you thought you online
3: blasting this nigga movie like come on bro now for me i watch or i think for fucking comfortable to say we probably watch movies for different reasons facts um depending on the type of film I may watch a movie because I want to be "quote unquote" educated, mm-hmm. find out more. Um, but most times for films, I want to see some good act. Yeah, I want to see good dialogue. Yep, I want to see great monologues. Yep, I want to see chemistry on camera. I want to see if everything. I want to be surprised at some point. Like yeah. they're they're like I you want to I want you want to get put into the same. You want to experience what the other person on camera is experiencing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: I thought I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Um, To your point, I want to see great acting. I want to see skilled actors get in the ring and do their thing. Um, What Mr. Robot and Denzel were doing in this movie, for me, was like a sparring match. I want to see that. I want to see y'all going back and forth. In the beginning, Mr. Robot ain't even like him. Didn't even thought he was like a has Did, been. Didn't know him, man. Like he was, he was like, who this who nigga this guy? that everybody seems to respect, and I'm the man. Like y'all telling me this nigga was the man before. Get the fuck out! of here And then
3: when he find out who he was, I'm like, oh shit, yo, I'm kind of a fan. Yeah, I can't really let you know that. So I gotta play the. I got a big. I got a big fella. You, and yeah. Shit. Like yo, buy me lunch. Yo, yo buy, buy me lunch. lunch. Yeah, buy me breakfast. Like, then why would I do that? Nah,
2: nigga, nah, bro. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed the film I, I thought it was Again an acting powerhouse Jared Leto barely said 30 words in this movie dog But he was acting With them eyes alone man It was I'm, just I'm I'm glad he got hit In the face with the shovel Hey
3: Cause guess what If he wasn't to kill her He was creepy And he was gonna kill something I, I, The reason I'm glad That he got hit in the head With the shovel is Cause if he didn't We'd have been like Man I'd have hit that nigga In the head with the shovel Woo So you're telling me that No matter what happens We can't be satisfied
2: Viewers are never satisfied
3: And then guess what When that shit happened When it was a quote unquote mistake I'm glad yeah. they got away with it Yep Hey I'm yeah. glad they
2: got away with it If y'all ain't like the little things I'm not ma- I'm never here to tell you What you don't like But here's what I don't like And I've spoke about this On the pod before Cause we about to get into Malcolm and Marie And I'ma i I'm am I'm going lead it with this I don't like Cause we asked the question Like Where do niggas get they opinions from where do niggas get they, they thoughts from where do it's the internet. It's one nigga say, I don't like this movie and 50 niggas come back and say, I don't like this movie. Then 10 more come back and say, yo, let me save y'all some time. Don't even watch this shit. Now that, and next thing you know, you got a movie not being supported.
3: That's why, if I haven't seen it, I don't want you to tell me if it was good and or bad. Yeah. I don't want your opinion on it at all because it's going to taint it. Just like in this movie. Didn't I say this shit before? Like, you can't look at a can't person. the truth.
1: You can't.
3: <laughs> when old girl saw a dude coming out the bathroom in mm-hmm. the police station, she saw his face. Yep. Now I can't put you in a in a, in a police line no more yep. because now it's automatically, it's biased. Yeah. And even, even if you think it's not, it, it is. is. So when you tell me if the movie is good or not, you've already biased me. Because yeah. if you tell me it's good, now I have an expectation to be wild. Yeah. You didn't even tell me how good. <laughs> you just said, it was good. All right. I so now I'm you, going and look for a good movie. Yeah. Like, you should, like, you yeah, I saw it. Uh, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it or some shit like that. Like, now you didn't say good, bad, or indifferent, like, cool. Yeah. But when you tell me if it was good and or bad- you 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 taking a you taking something away from me. And I want I want I want to be able to experience that myself.
2: Yeah, and that's I think that's what annoys me with with folks who say some shit bad. Because this is what I don't get. When some shit is bad, I don't get the rush to be like, "Yo, this is bad. Don't watch it." I don't get that. Like, why deter motherfuckers? You was entertained by it. You watched it. Yo, let me save y'all two hours. Don't waste your time on Malcolm and Marie. Don't waste your time on this new Denzel movie. It's trash.
3: Why do you think going to movies is a good date? It's a conversation starter. Wow. I mean, like, come on, fam. Like, Man, that's me and the you get up here
2: every week, <laughs> show and or movie, and talk two plus, maybe three plus hours about the themes happening in these films. Because, again, this wasn't about a serial killer and investigation and resolving a crime. This was about a man getting absolution from past demons that had haunted him to the point that it affected his once brilliant career now ruined by one possible mistake.
3: And even went to see his ex wife and like, man, man, fuck the grass up, (laughs) fuck the grass. up. Like it was just certain shit in there. I'm like,
2: but call his daughter, though. Like, look at, like, fam, I'm getting my life back. That's what it was about. Stop being so fucking surface level sometimes when y'all watch this shit. I just think, again, this ain't got to be your favorite movie that you play every time company come over. But immediately calling niggas art trash, that just bothers me. Because I start to think about our podcast.
3: I start to think about... You being a white writer from the L.A. Times, man, <laughs> man, <laughs> that's an inside joke. If real life, real life,
2: dog. Um, funny. We was just talking about white writers for the L.A. Times when we talked about American skin. Man, like you can really see. You know what's so funny? He name dropped that same website. Yep, yep. And it's it's wild, right? Because people be thinking. Because I done heard some some conversations. After we've had similar discussions before, like, yo, sometimes shit just whack and sometimes shit just whack. Sometimes shit is just whack. Sometimes things just not for you. But sometimes it ain't for you. And when some shit ain't for you, don't go publicly to your public platform that millions and thousands of people have access to and say, yo, this is the worst shit ever. I've never seen a movie this bad, da-da-da. Because da, da. guess what? When they don't produce another one, then you're going to be mad.
3: Man, I ain't never blacked this. Man. I'm supporting every. I'm supporting everybody black. I, Woo! what happened to that? (laughs) Are you supporting everybody black? (laughs) Because soon as
2: black people get something that you don't like, y'all niggas go crazy telling other people how trash it was. And it's just like, come on, man. I actually want to support and root for everybody black. But I can't do that if the black people aren't getting the content. We're not getting the content if y'all niggas is telling the whole internet, this is the worst shit i ever seen. Y'all writing these fucking long-ass think pieces. I got motherfuckers under my status on Malcolm and Marie, which we finna get to. Niggas is writing paragraphs under there. I don't give a fuck what you and your fucking relationship look like. I don't care. That ain't my business. Stop telling me yours. You want to write that shit? Write your own status. I also don't like people who literally never show up unless it's to
3: argue about your point. I don't like them people. Like, fam, where are you at with the comments when some shit was great? Man. Because you man. always show the first nigga to show up when, man. when, when, you, when you hate something. Yeah. I
2: don't, I don't like them people. Matter of fact, when we done potting, I'm going to get in them comments and I'm going to call a couple of them niggas out because there's people oh, in there talking. Shit. No, no. There's people in there talking to me who I'm like, fam, I didn't even know we was following each other. I never see you. Unless you in here to fucking argue or tell me that your point is in opposition of mine. You want to tell me your point is in opposition? Go write your own status. And if I don't comment over there, guess what? That means I ain't want to talk to you about it. Fuck out of here. Anyway, um, Malcolm and Marie, let's talk about it, bro. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't got to get into, you know, a review. This ain't a reviewable type situation. I yeah. just really want to talk about the movie. Um, it was a film starring, we we keeping it in the Washington household, uh, John David Washington. Stop calling that man Denzel's son, by the way. That's a whole actor, bro. John David Washington and one of my young favorites, Zendaya. Or Zendaya. I don't know how she pronounced that. I think it's Zendaya, was, I think it's dead, but I don't want to offend anybody. Um, he's a writer, writer, film director, um, he just had his first film premiere, his directorial debut. Him and his wife or girl, they get back home from the premiere. Zendaya plays his girl. The film is just starring the two of them. I say that because some of the critiques I saw ain't nobody else in this shit. Nope. No. Just them. Guess what is guess guess who's in this movie? Malcolm and, and Marie. Marie. Wouldn't you know? What a fucking coinkie thing. So they come back from his premiere, his directorial debut. He's hype. She's not. Right away in the beginning of the film, you can see they on two different levels. He lit. He walking around the crib. He going crazy. He hype. She's kind of chill, kind of somber. She go smoke a cig. Like she doing mad just like. I thought like, so when it started off, I didn't
3: think that she was mad per se. I didn't think she was mad, but I did think she I, was disinterested. I felt like she was like, Keeping it real with him, like, well, you—that that is what Angela Davis would say. Yeah, like, yeah. like he was, yeah. she was like the compass, so to yeah. speak. It wasn't until later then.
2: yeah. And I definitely saw some parts in there for sure. To your point, where she was telling him like, turn your ego down a little bit. Like, like you did something great, but it it wasn't as great as you walking. Around. You kind of boasting a little bit. You got your chest out, and she was trying to keep him calm. But I definitely saw the. It was like a disinterest or a level of disdain in her in the beginning. I kind of noticed it, um, but then you could tell onions. they was doing the they was doing the thing onions, peel back them layers of onions. Because it started off with yo, he like, what's wrong? Nothing, man. I am just trying to make you this macaroni and cheese, bro. He like, man, I am fucking starving. She like, look, I know. Let me just make this macaroni and
3: cheese, my nigga. Craft Blue Box Blues, my nigga. The Blue Box Blues. If we gonna have some issues with anything in this movie. It was the Blue Box blues. It's this
2: mac and fucking cheese. The way she was talking about it led me to believe she was finna really whip up some mac and cheese, which then led me to believe, fam, if it's like close to 2 a.m.
3: I see the nigga say, what? If you make me craft mac and cheese after my movie pre- premiere, just know you're Uber pulling up in 11 minutes. <laughs> <It's just> like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only thing related to craft mac and cheese that I need after my movie premiere is the sound <laughs> of the gooey ooey? Cause other than that, dog, don't whip me up no blue box blues, man. I'm cool. Yo, why bro. would
3: that nigga eat that
2: shit? I'm like, is this like his favorite thing or something? She said
3: that's his favorite meal. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, granted, mac and cheese is my actual favorite. Yeah, meal. I love mac and cheese. But actual, mac but and like cheese. real
2: mac and cheese. Um, And here's the thing I'm not finna front on y'all like I didn't eat no blue box mac when Never I was a kid. Me. I ate some of that shit when I was a kid. But guess what? I ain't a kid no more and i just had a movie premiere and you're not going to treat me like that dog like give me the goddamn blue box and we got a real argument
3: overall man what would you think about the the, the film um and i thought I say, it was and i say film, film yeah 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 um i
2: enjoyed the act i like seeing zendaya in adult roles i think i'm officially over granted i didn't know her before euphoria for real as an actress but once you look back into all the shit she's done, everything's been kid, 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 kid. Even so, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, even Spider-Man. It was in high school and they had her playing the little... She was all in. No, I want to see... That's an adult. That's a grown woman. Let's start to see that evolution. Um, John David. I just like the nigga. I just think he's a good actor. Uh, Overall, I thought the film was good. I did enjoy it. Everybody was... We finna get into some of the criticisms of it in a minute. I'm like, uh... I didn't look at this any different than I looked at fucking y'all. Love Jody and uh, Yvette arguing, and I hate you. I hate you too. That was y'all shit. But now that this Malcolm and Marie is toxic and it's a problem,
3: um, I'll say a couple I liked things. it. Dog. Uh, I thought this was a great film. Yep. Um, I've said on the podcast plenty of times that I enjoy monologues, and there was tons of it in this. Yeah. I am shit. Damn, there' a movie full of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got some exchanges going back. We'll we'll break down some scenes where I'm like, I'm I'm literally, yeah, slow clapping. Um, I didn't like all the acting in the movie. There, yeah, there were some times where I it was I a couple
2: did, scenes. I don't think they pulled off. Yeah, or let me say they weren't as effective as I think they intended to be.
3: Yeah, it was some scenes where I was like, this don't come off as real. Yeah. for Zendaya, in this particular scene. Yeah, and like I don't like how. Um, John,
2: like, uh, I think it was one scene where that nigga kind of grunted, and it was like real weird. It was yeah, like, yeah. all right, that was strange. I literally physically, out loud, verbally said that was strange. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there,
3: there, there was definitely those, but yo, man, I'll tell you how good the the writing and the dialogue was was in this movie. Yeah, I forgot it was in black and white. Mm. That's a very,
2: it's a great point because I hate black and white movies. I hate them passionately. I hate them to the point that one of the, the
3: recent black and white movie. No. Or do you, oh, okay. No. Um,
2: I have hated black and white films since I was a child. It's one of very few things that actually works for my insomnia. Like I it's funny. I told my girl maybe a month ago when they first started talking about Malcolm and Marie actually having a premiere date. I was like, yo, if that whole film's in black and white, I'm gonna fall asleep. Cause since my insomnia started, one of the more consistent remedies cut on a black and white.
3: You know what's so funny? I just can't get into them. Um, you know, I fuck with cameras and filming. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in the filmmaking, yeah. um, and watching all that stuff. It's a lot of black and white movies that you've yeah. seen that yeah. you had no idea was a black and white movie. Mm. And what I mean by that is, every color inside of the entire frame will be it'll be two different colors. Yeah, and until they pointed it out and showed me, like so, for an example uh what's the matt damon joint when he was on mars uh it might have been mars or some shit i know what you're talking about though yeah, yeah most of them scenes it was two colors in every fucking scene one was orange one was green and and like um filmmakers they typically only do three main colors and they keep it from the entire movie the martian um the martian yeah and i was like huh and then when he start breaking it down and looking at different scenes, I'm like, "Who the fuck knew?" He's like, "This is how we do a black and white film you. in color." And and like you don't notice it because I don't know why we didn't notice it. Now I now I can't Now you see it? I can't not see it now. <laughs> um but like, yo, everything in this, I'm talking about down to the detail, the set detail. Yeah. Like the lighting that the 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 whole 9 yards, like, "Yo, everybody in this whole Y'all walking down the street and everybody' clothes is in the same pantone or, or whatever. Like, mm. I'm like, yo, but this this shit was so good that I forgot that it was in black and white. Yeah, um, I was so wrapped up in the conversation. Yeah, and this for me was like watching Hagler and Hearns. Mm. Um, because it was blow for blow. Yep, and not as in like insult. It was yeah. like. Even yo, though they had some tit-for-tat moments, for sure. But I, after I'm... So, we're doing this monologue. I'm like, yo, she eating this nigga ass up. He ain't shit. hmm Then he popped back like, boom, boom. i like, yo, this nigga make a lot of sense, man. Look at that, man. She tripping. Yeah. And, then she, and then she'll come back. I'm like, yo. Like, it was a heavyweight bout.
2: Yeah. So, I saw... I saw people using the exact same... Again, this is what... Get your own opinion. Stop grabbing opinions from the shit you see online. Because everybody who critiqued it said the exact same words. Three words. Triggering. Exhausting. Toxic. Yes. Those are the three words that everybody who had a problem with it led with. And it was like, fam, what did you think? Don't tell me what the commenter above you thought. What did you think? Because when I looked at this movie... Sure, it was toxic. It was about a toxic relationship. If you're looking at just motherfuckers arguing for two hours, sure, that's fine. I'm cool with the surface saying that's toxic because niggas is arguing for two hours. So
3: I got a hot take. I don't think that shit was toxic at all.
2: Hey, let's talk about it.
3: You know why? If anything, that was a great, and I mean great fucking therapy session. Mm. Because if them Mm. two people went into the, the couple counseling, Everything that they said would have came out
2: Spill right on the couch
3: Over six months Mm. Like they addressed every issue That they had in their relationship in one night Yeah There's nothing to go back to Yeah Like we literally flushed everything out People pay thousands of thousands upon dollars To do that in therapy They did it themselves by having open and honest communication Man Oh what a concept And because of the type of people they are they're not easily offended where I can literally tell you exactly how I feel so you can understand the underlying problem. And it was layer after layer yeah. after layer. So it was like every, each one of those rounds was another round of therapy because all that information that came out would have yeah. happened if a third person was in a room and it happened with a therapist. You all to have be been like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Mental health.
2: But you know what's crazy though? So – It started out with Zendaya saying, she kept asking, like, what's wrong? Like, it's the biggest night of my life, and you give me this weird-ass energy. What's up? Started out with her saying, let's talk about it tomorrow. Nothing productive is going to come from us having this conversation tonight. Crazy how wrong she was.
3: Every single thing. Crazy. Like, at the end of the movie? Film. Like, what they going to argue about tomorrow? Damn. Every problem that they, they've flushed everything out. About it.
2: I literally know what your problems are with me. You know what my problems are with you. Let's move forward. But that's where I think people had an issue. So I posted on Facebook something to the tune of, yo, a lot of y'all niggas' problem with Malcolm and Marie was you saw your own relationships. You saw your own. You were literally, y'all keep saying, oh, it's triggering. It's because you've been through this. Or you triggered by the
3: truth. And that's That's it. If you don't want to deal with your own issue yeah. and you hear somebody say it, yo, it's tricky. Like, he told the truth. Fam, he had
2: every right in his world to say what he said to her. Just like versa. she had every right to say, yo, I feel like you're the you're the artist, I'm your muse, but I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that position. I don't know if I like you using me as a muse to create this brilliant film. And then furthermore, I don't like
3: you not casting me in it. And I don't like you not giving me the chance to be her. I could have done it better. Like, in real life, dog, this review can be six different episodes. Facts. Because every one of those conversations that they had, oh was like, it? well, let's yep. well, let's take a look at when she was like, yo, um, I think you used me, and the only reason that you mm-hmm. was around was because you wanted to, you you're hey. preppy, you this, you that. Like she's accusing him, all that stuff. And and while she just says it, as the viewer, we're thinking like yeah, man, that nigga acting like he tough. He didn't got out the uh. mud. Nigga, daddy, a professor, mama, this, sister, and a think tank in yeah. DC. Like, we thinking all oh, this shit true. Yo, she is absolutely right, blah, yep. blah. And then he says, no, actually, what you trying to do is look at my life and justify yourself. Mm. You think everything I do is about you. Mm. You that fucked up. Where Like, no, that's not, that walk didn't come from her. It came from my hey, ex. It came from this.
2: It when came- that nigga broke down, yo, guess what? That walk came from over here. That drug use came from over here that little scene came from over here. This came from my first love. This came from Kiki. That ass was like, yo. So, so,
3: so it was only those two in that relationship. And she had a whole different idea of what this person is. Have you ever thought that the, the, the idea that in your brain and all men are the same or all people do this, is maybe wrong because th- like, you ha- you've made up in your mind why another person is doing something and you've never actually found out if the- what you think is true. So you know what we do a lot in relationships? Same thing we do a lot in life. We profile.
2: Yeah. We profile. I have a preordained thought about you and about a situation that seemed familiar, seemed like something I heard before, something I've been through before, whatever the fuck, and I automatically attach you to my thought. And never need it to be true or not. Oh man, crazy how people do that naturally. But when they do it at the end of the little things, I have a problem with niggas attaching like a thought because we never proved for show that the nigga was the killer. The only, but we were led to think it. Crazy so like, they all do that.
3: You know they say in therapy, therapy only works if you tell the truth. Facts. That conversation that you have in with your significant other, they're trying to issue only works the, if you tell the truth. And, and and honestly the, the the reason that the other person isn't telling you the truth is because they love you and they understand that the truth is going to hurt you. Yeah. So, they'll give you a lot of it, but they won't if why do not you tell like listen, you ain't get the role because I don't think you want it enough. You don't yeah. want you think you got the you to think you think you the only drug addict Dang. in the world. That shit ain't special. It's a million niggas and that who that nigga do fam. You quit acting like you was not really into that shit like that. But if I tell you that some people going to be like, "No, you got to you got to I don't like the delivery of it." No, fam. Yeah. The, the 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 truth is the truth. And why do you think people are offended so easily, man? Cuz that's where half
2: of the the lack of communication and the lack of truth telling in relationships, and I mean that in every relationship, not just intimate ones. Yeah. Um familial friendships, whatever. Half of that work. comes <laughs> Man, Where all of that. It comes from, yo, you are going to be offended by what i say naturally not that you're wrong for taking offense but i know that you are going to take offense that's where the whole phrase no offense niggas literally came up with a buffer to lead their opinion or their thoughts
3: so i think at some point in everyone's life we've been hurt by something and we understand what hurt is we understand that feeling yeah, and then when someone says something that you think can go down that same passage of hurt, mm-hmm. you're offended that someone could possibly hurt you how you've been hurt in the past. Mm-hmm. So before I even let you get there, yeah, yo, what's up? I can't believe you said that because now you are talk, you thinking about a hypothetical situation that hasn't happened yet, or may never happen, or maybe never even happened to you, but. You don't want that to happen. So now you're offended. We can't have this conversation. You, you only can speak to me is if the information that you provide me makes me feel good inside. Mm. And unfortunately that's not how life works and that's not how healing and correction works.
2: Yeah. I think that, um, people like to be spoon fed. They like to be pacified and they like to be babysat no matter the situation. Yo, yo, this movie is not good because it did not spoon feed me the ending that I wanted. And if I don't get what I want, I'm going to bitch about it and complain about it and be m- offended. I want my two hours back. Be- like, this is how people are. In relationships, I can't spoon feed you everything. One thing people need to realize off top when you're in a relationship with another person, it's true, y'all. It's not just you. My feelings, my opinions,
3: my thoughts, they all matter
2: just as much as yours.
3: A whole nother person that is a whole nother entity that you do not control.
2: Yep. You can't control what I've been through in the past. You can't control um, what what I'm challenged with right now. Like, you can't control me. I can control me and I can do my best to communicate whatever I'm dealing with to you. The reason niggas don't want to, it's two reasons people don't want to communicate that shit. One is what we already talked about. They trying to protect you. They don't want you to be offended by their thoughts or or their realness. So I'm going to protect you and just tell you the half truth or I'm going to tell you the pacified version of it. I'm going to give it to you the way you want it.
3: And the other half of that is you're trying to do that because for your own self mm. you have a way that you want to be viewed mm. you want to mm. be viewed as Talk a nice it. guy yep. or the, the the this guy i so, want to be seen as an asshole yeah. yeah so you won't tell the truth not because that won't actually help them because you just want to be viewed a certain yeah. way yeah. that's ego and that's selfish it's too
2: definitely ego um and it's it's yo i don't want to taint how they look at me but damn Give this them might, a chance to may, look this, at you This may help them Give them a chance to look at you clearly my Because right now they see a very fuzzy version of you Because you only telling them half of what they need to see And if they don't see the whole you They're never going to look at you appropriately No matter what happens so, yeah, it might be difficult, and we've all been in relationships. We've had to have very difficult conversations when it came to, it came to matters of truth, right? Yep. Like, yo, something I wasn't trying to tell you, we got to the point where I was left with no other choice but to tell you. But, man, the clarity that comes from,
3: huh, we start calculating um, consequences afterwards so if i tell you this this is how you're gonna feel i don't want you to feel like that i don't want things to change i don't i don't want to leave out this yeah this comfortness of normal so i'm gonna keep that to myself because if i tell you that things gonna change i don't want things to change i feel comfortable i feel normal right now but that's the wild part though right
2: you telling your truth should not affect them telling you theirs. Nigga, when I give you my truth, I will not try to dictate how you treat me after, nigga. Like, that's kind of the point of me giving you my whole truth. Yeah. I want you to handle that and then make the decision on if you still wanna rock with me the
3: way that you've been rocking with me. And that, did, like, so when they went back and forth and back uh-huh. and forth, ultimately, um, uh, I think they really do love each other. And ultimately, she. Was spot on was like, listen, you hurt me while you was explaining all that information and you didn't have to, Mm. but you did it anyway because that's what you do. You always do too much. Yeah. Like if you would have left some of those details out, you could have still explained to me how this shit really wasn't about me, but you went, you went, you went too far. And that's the reason why you didn't thank me because you don't respect me. You don't do this yeah. and that and that. And unfortunately, and you get into a point where, and I've definitely been guilty of this myself. Um, family you want to, you want to be happy or you want to win. Mm. And that's mm. how I usually get out of situation. I ask yeah. myself, do you want to be happy or you want to be right? yeah sometimes you gotta be right sometimes you have to be right right, but in other times I would rather be happy yeah so I'm gonna take this l because I would rather be happy than right, but there are points in in this particular situation no i'm gonna be right yeah i'm a i'm gonna be right so I'm gonna yeah. be so fucking right. do you think that relationships
2: would be better off if people were a hundred percent truthful from the rib? No And that's Because I agree with you Um, No matter what When it comes to dating From the beginning Literally from the first time y'all talk It's a representative You are not sitting across from 100% of a person Probably at any point in y'all's relationship
3: Remember Ruby D Was talking about Will and Jaden was like oh y'all been together For 20 years Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't even know him yet
2: Mm. That was so powerful the first time I heard that Cause dog 20 years sound Like what what you mean You can be with somebody 30 years And like they still ain't told you everything Fam think about your own life Take everybody else out of it When you was 20 years old you ain't know yourself Think about it You been with you more than anybody else been with you And you didn't know you so 20 years with another person, man, you don't
3: know to have. And you don't know that every time that you say, take out the trash, he could probably say, bitch, shut the fuck up. Man. Every, for 30 years, man, bitch, shut the fuck up. I hate when man. you say that. Or well, insert that. Hey. You, you didn't know. And you don't know niggas were saying that
2: in their mind to their moms back in the day. Like, we was kids. Like, but guess what you would never not. say
3: out loud? That I said, F you beating my mom or my grandma Because guess whatever. what? Cause I want you to look at me a certain way and I always want this. So when you growing up or most people grow up, you have an idea of what a husband and a wife looks like. Mm -hmm. And if you have that um, idea, you are protecting that idea. I think a a, a husband looks like somebody who, who takes care of the takes care of the the family who brings this and brings that. So everything that you do in life is to bring up this particular idea of that, And that's what you want to portray. And you're going to do everything that you possibly can do to keep portraying that even if that's not what you necessarily feel all the time but your core says yo this is what a this is what a man looks like this is yeah. what a father looks like and good bad or indifferent sometimes but that's kind of
2: the wild part too like going back to the beginning conversation we had at the top of the pod cuz motherfuckers is quick to tell you what a man look like what a father look like what a real man is what a this man is what a that man is right but if a cat say like yo I want a woman who's not naked on the internet. Like, in my mind, like, the idea that I have of a wife is not someone who would expose that to millions of people worldwide on this world wide web. He wronged for that. And so instead of telling you that, what he's going to do is continue acting like he's okay with that. And then he's going to get in that relationship with you and you're going to do something that you thought he was cool with.
3: Or he's going he gonna to act like that, but he's never going to marry you. Or that... And guess what?
2: He's still living in his truth. And you're going to wonder why you was just that fuck thing. But if he told you, yo, honestly, you doing that, it's a turnoff. That's kind of not what I'm looking to commit to. Just like you might say, yo, bro, I like you. I'm attracted to you. I think you smart. I think you cool. But I don't like that you're still in the streets. We 30-some years old, bro. I get to test your environment, and that's where you grew up at. I get that you might have been drawn to that as a kid. You ain't a kid no more. Now we might got kids. We have kids now. You're raising kids now. You can't be in them streets no more,
3: bro. I don't like the fact that you're at your homeboy's house all the time. Man. You got a child. It's time to
2: grow up. It's time to grow up. And I think that's the conversation that they were having is a conversation that more people need to have in their relationships. Because at a certain point, it's time to grow up. Stop harboring shit. Stop, stop looking over at that person and being immediately irritated by everything they do because you haven't said to them what your real problem is. Like, So you letting them work your nerves and everything they do, every time they breathe, you, oh, here this nigga go. Oh, here this bitch go. Da-da-da, she getting on my fucking nerve. Oh, I can't wait to get out the crib. I know niggas who literally hate being at home with that girl. Why'd you pick her? Or oh, why won't you talk to her? Right. Stop telling me how much you hate being at the crib because she's smothering or whatever the fuck. Just talk to her. And tell her, hey, yo, I love you to death. Ease up a little. Ease up. It's that simple. Yo, like uh, one one of my homies, he went out with this chick. And he told her up front, like, yo, I'm not, I'm recently off a breakup. It's only been a couple months. It was a long-term relationship. I'm just kind of, you know, getting back out there. But I, ain't, I definitely ain't ready for nothing serious yet. He was up front about this. I know because I read the messages. First date, she trying to hold hands and take a walk. Like, they went out to eat already, went to the bar. Woo, woo, woo. Now, afterward, it's a nice day. They down in the south and shit. She trying to take a walk and hold hands around uh, Piedmont Park. Dog, like, I ain't really into that right now. Because that feels a lot like my last relationship. And I'm not necessarily looking for that right now.
3: And what's interesting is, like, when I say that is because, yeah, you know, I'm going to feel fake when I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to come off fake. No. If I'm no. holding your hand, now I feel like I'm doing this just so I can get yeah. something from you. Yeah. And this, it's not genuine. I'm holding man. your hand
2: so you don't wonder why I'm not holding your hand, so you don't think that I don't like you, so you don't give me no ass at the end of the night. No, nah, bruh. I don't want to do that. When I hold your hand, I want to fucking hold that motherfucker. Yeah. When I hug you, I want to hold you. Like, I don't want to do this shit fake and phony and, and be weak about it, man. So it was conversations coming up in this film that I thought went beyond surface level and I feel like every conversation that I saw people having about the movie who didn't like it they stayed surface and that's yeah. what pissed me off like bruh y'all come on bruh y'all mad because niggas is on screen for two hours arguing like I saw somebody say oh if I want to see a motherfuckers argue for two hours I would have got back with my ex or some shit
3: and it's like yo why you mm-hmm. and your ex break up well, maybe y'all should have a discuss. why you and your ex break up why y'all ain't talk like why don't you have a discuss? because sometimes that discussion, that that heated exchange yeah. is needed.
2: Hey, maybe if y'all had a heated two hour exchange, you wouldn't have wasted ten years. Whoo! Because there's a couple girls in my comments who I know personally who I know lost their whole twenties over a nigga. Man, wouldn't this movie remind you that mm, sometimes you can
3: talk it out? Sometimes you can talk it out. Fam, that was the most. That was the most inexpensive therapy session. Fam, that was six months of therapy.
2: Yep, and one night to get
3: to those exact same one night. exact same things with, like. All right, first session is why was you really mad? yeah, why he wasn't thanking me, and then like why why you think he didn't thank you? because he did this off me, and then he yeah. then like that was back and forth, back and forth, and this was a very productive at some time mean spirited conversation. But definitely
2: has some moments of uh of, of mean spiritedness and, and just downright again, that kinda all goes back to ego. Yeah. Niggas egos was was getting to him. I did wanna ask you, and we're men, so I don't anticipate your answer to be too like focused here, but why matter of fact, I'm not even gonna make this about gender. Just when having these sort of conversations within your relationship, when somebody really mad and you can tell they or not mad. They're upset at something. Something's bothering them. Something's weighing down their shoulder. Why do you have to ask like ninety times to get to the real thing, like or to get to something? Like they'll tell you, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." Like Zendaya spent the first fifteen minutes of the movie. I'm straight. Ain't nothing wrong. I'm straight. You know, smoke two squares,
3: but then would we'll tell you that you got a problem communicating.
2: Yeah, I I hate that, bro. Like I don't like beating it out of a person like when i'm talking to you if it's an issue let's cut right to it let's just cut right to it we don't gotta sugarcoat it we ain't gotta pacify it we ain't gotta make it palatable bring it direct and sometimes
3: well i guess you gotta have two willing participants Mm -hmm. right you gotta have two willing participants who want to see this conversation all the way through yeah. So that's going to be the most, that's going to be the most important thing. Right. Yeah. But had the final conversation been the first conversation, it would not have been received well, man, because you had to go through those layers. You had yep. to go through those steps. We had to start at point a, to and then to- work all yep. the way through Z like, cause it, it doesn't come naturally. So you have to start the conversation and almost kind of like, I wish it went sort of like the way it did yeah. without the mean spiritness. If y'all can just talk. Yeah. Like, Hey, I really feel that like I should have got this role a long yeah. time ago. And yeah. then y'all would have had that conversation without the fuck you bitches. And and you whole yeah. an ass nigga and all this other shit. But like, cause here's the thing too. Um, tone, tone is
2: important. And, and I feel like in so many instances when niggas get to arguing, um, Whether it's the girl or the guy, when they get to arguing with a significant other, it starts out in the proper tone. Yo, what's wrong with you, babe? Babe, you all right? Anything straight? Like da-da-da. And you get the no. But then the behavior is still kind of, something's clearly up. And after a while, the tone begins to change. And while you asking might change in tone, like, Babe, seriously, what the fuck is up, man? Like you straight? Like what the fuck's going on? Like that might change. But then Cause now I'm irritated
3: because like I clearly un- like we know each other. Yeah. We've
2: been together for five years. But then check that out though, right? Like the tone in their behavior, the behavior that's signaling you that something's wrong, that changes. It becomes more aggressive. She and they're making a the mac and cheese like it gave her attitude earlier. And it's like, yo, like, clearly you ain't making me mac and cheese because you happy for me, fam. Like, oh, so it's just like the tone in your in your your discussions doesn't have to reach. Because by the time they actually got to talking about this shit, that's why we got the mean-spirited shit and all. Because now it's boiled over, right? We've been building this up for the whole night we've
3: been at the crib. Because you know what it is. It's the body's way of natural defense is protecting itself. Facts. I'm about to experience some hurt, so I don't want to go there. Yep. Your body don't want to hurt itself. Punch yourself. See how hard you can punch yourself. It's not going to happen. Can't do it. Can't do it. Right. So, um... You're trying to protect yourself from the hurt that you know is going to come, so you avoid the conversation. Yeah. I thought there were so many different themes in this movie. Have you ever been with someone who thought they were not worthy of love?
2: Yes. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. That's one time I'll give you all the use of the word exhausting. Um, It can tear you up, honestly, because... What it does It makes it difficult For you to learn How to love this person Properly yeah. Cause if they don't believe They're deserving Of any of the shit That you do Any of the gestures You make Any of the things You say At a certain point You start to think
3: Why am I doing this And you know What's unfortunate Well I don't know If this is just A, 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 J, a, a Jason problem But like When I think There's something wrong With someone mm-hmm. I can't tell you To go get therapy Because now It seems like I It like, comes off Offensive well, well, no, it's it's that like I think there's something wrong with you and you fixing yourself is going to benefit me. It yeah. seems kind of yeah, like yeah. self-serving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what like how do, I don't I don't know how to do yeah. that because it's like.
2: But here's the, here's the wild part about it, though, right? Because it is self-serving. But motherfucker, I'm happily self-serving in that moment because what I ultimately want is for you to be happy because when you're happy, I'm happy in this relationship. Cause when you're happy and I'm happy and we're both bringing them happy feelings to this relationship, things are going to go well. So I want you to get right, but I don't necessarily want to be the one to tell you.
3: And like, I didn't, I definitely have let things go and just distance like, all right, I'm not going to go this because like, like I'm not about to debate you yeah. to for a particular emotion out of you. Yeah. Like if you don't want to give it to me willingly, Even though I can tell you where you fucked up at and why, why Mm -hmm. this like, but now I feel like now I'm, I'm debating for you to love me back or like Mm. me back or whatever. Like, and I, I don't want to do that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I've, cause like that
2: sort of relationship where, where you have to, cause here's the thing. Yes. Communicate. How you need to be loved Like what works best for you I I should be able to tell you that And then you respond Yeah If you claim to love me But when I have to keep telling you And keep telling you And keep telling you And say yo that's just That doesn't work for me So you know what Here's a conversation I want to have Most people In relationships Where they're in love These niggas talk love languages a lot Right Yeah most people love in their own love language. I'm loving you how I like to be loved, and I want you to receive it how I would. What they never take the time to do is actually learn the love language that their partner has Thanks. and what's most effective for them. Or are we being,
3: S- yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, but niggas get, they, yo. Touch is my thing We'll just We'll keep it to the five Touch is my thing So then I'm mad touchy-feely With everybody I'm in a relationship with Or who I love Or whatever And it's like Yo they might not be That affectionate That doesn't mean They love you less But it might mean That yo While you touchy And huggly And cuddly And kissy And all that They might look at you Like yo But acts of service though Like you not Taking the garbage out When I need you to do it But you cuddling me On the couch After I took it out and it's like niggas don't, people, because when I say niggas, I don't want y'all to think I just mean men. People don't pay enough attention to their partner to learn what their language is. And you start speaking the motherfuckers in a foreign language. And you love them foreign. And eventually that shit will boil over and that's what you end up with here.
3: And sometimes the way that they express their love and the way that you like to be expressed, sometimes that shit never going to match. Man, but guess I'm, what?
2: You could still love each other through that. Just got to
3: learn how to fucking or not or not or not. That's a fact. too. Because if you're not touchy feely and I am very touchy feely, I want to touch on you and I want you to. That's not true. That's a fact. Like humble, how hum, forever? You know, what I'm saying? like forever. Like if that's a part of my core. Why don't.
2: Why don't people like to get out of the relationship? When it's exhausted, when it's done, it's reached this point, we just in this bitch hamster wheel at this point.
3: Bad marketing.
2: Man. I think it's, like, I, I don't know. Somebody told somebody that if they break up with whoever they with, even if that person's fucking piece of shit,
3: I mean, that so they're the, a bad girlfriend or boyfriend. What, at, at, so the answer to that question is life and where you fit and fall inside of it. Um, and how old you are mm-hmm. and what your options are and how, how, and people not wanting to be by themselves. Um, and I don't care for, I don't care what anybody says. No one wants to be by themselves. Facts. Um, you can, you can, whatever you're lying to yourself. No one wants to be by themselves. yep Um, and if you don't want to be by yourself and they mark off all these other boxes, you like, well, shit. It's shit better than nothing. Yeah. And a lot of people settle. Well, I don't even know. A lot of people want something. A lot of people endure.
2: They endure. Um, And here's the thing, man. A lot of the shit that we endure in relationships isn't necessarily something that you need to break up with that person over. If you communicate communicated yeah. some of the shit that you feel like you're having to endure, they might be able to make those changes willingly willingly and openly but if they don't know they're naturally going to continue doing the shit that you feel like is wearing you the fuck down so don't be afraid to open your mouth don't be afraid to have all out brawl out arguments with your person because if they're constructive they'll get you somewhere
3: why is it so cool and cliche to be closed off Mm. oh you know it's memes (laughs) I'm a whatever sign this is. So you're not getting through this wall and nah. this and I'm not doing like, why is that so? Cause like, I don't know who made that cool, but I wish they never did in this culture yeah. of yep. mental health and therapy yep. and everything. Like we got to know that's that's a bad idea, right? Fam in this culture of mental health. I see
2: people literally say something about going to therapy every day. And I've seen those same exact people won't say no names. Legit post shit. Like I couldn't 2021. I'm cutting everybody off. If you ain't for me, you out of here. Like, little shit like that. And it's like, fam, seek
3: like help.
2: That's not common. That's not normal. Like,
3: y'all y'all making up hypothetical situations in yeah. your head that, like, no one think about you like that.
2: Like, I, I got a homegirl I went to high school with. i known her a long time, man. We've always, like, stayed in touch and shit. Like, cool as shit, dog. She literally doesn't have, like, more than a couple of friends at this point in her life. And not that she needs that. But all of her friends who I knew her to hang with are all still close. She's not cool with any of them. And it didn't, it wasn't like one thing happened and then she was just like exiled from the group. It was like, she fell out with that dude. Then she fell out with that girl. Then she fell out with old girl. Then she fell out with that other nigga. Then, and it was like, next thing you know, the whole crew is over here and you was over here and you individually fell yeah. out with all. And it was like, yo, at a certain point, you. does it hit you like? yo, maybe I was being something. Not that I was 100% in the wrong, but maybe it was something I was doing that was making them say, I don't know if she's like our friend like that, nigga. And I don't know if I want to hang with somebody who I got to question a friendship. Yeah. And it's like, yo, people, cutting people off may or may not be the answer, but I tell you what, it's not always the answer, nigga. If you feel like every fucking thing that goes bad in the relationship you have, you have to cut everybody off, it might be you. It doing something like that's just a real thing and again this is one of them arguments if you if you think about Malcolm and Marie in real life this night in most relationships that I've been in or that I've been aware of or I know people in this night would have been the last night they would have broke up and granted we don't know what happened they wake up the next morning they go outside movie ends but that would have been the last night motherfuckers would have woke up to know Marie and that'd have been it. We got into it last night. Nigga told me all this shit. He ain't think I was this. He it'd have been a whole bunch of flipping of what
3: was said, and motherfuckers would have been broke up. You gotta be honest. Right. And I think these two people were just had a um, a higher level of intelligence, so it wasn't <clears throat> just all curse words. They yeah. were they were oh yeah they were throwing some vocab out there like, too. Yeah. Now. Forget the curse words. They were very, very poignant in their in their speech. Yeah. And that hurts even more sometimes. Yeah. Like he hit her with a couple words. It was like shit. No, it was it was funny, man. You was talking about the captions on
2: uh on uh Judas and the Black Messiah, and then you said you turned them on for this. I had them on for this too. Yeah, I it watched like, it twice
3: with the captions on and it, was like, shout out uh, to um the person who uses the Netflix who keeps the <laughs> captions on. I won't throw your name out there. Oh, you must
2: be talking about Shorty because she keep the captions uh. going. <laughs> you be watching Netflix, my girl.
3: <laughs> fourteen keys in that bag.
2: <laughs> got fourteen keys right there. <laughs> oh, no, sure. man, but it was um, it it was a hell of a dialogue between the two of them. And again, I kind of watched this movie similar to or akin to a stage play. Yes. Um, giving me one setting, this house. Two actors, and like you said, it was it could mo- literally be a play. It was literally mono e mano. monologue
3: versus monologue. Come on, bro. My nigga, listen. Come on, bro. Let's talk about talk about because let's get into our our, our nerd bag let's for do a minute. It. Um, there was there were some great fucking scenes, some great fucking acting. Not every single scene was mm-hmm. like immaculate, Mm-mm. but um, one. There was one time this nigga sound exactly like his father. I I knew exactly. I was like, yo. Like if you weren't looking up. I I wasn't. I looked up like, yo, he sounded exactly like him. But there was so, like, he went on like a six-minute monologue. Yeah, yeah. And to remember all that stuff. And for the, I thought it was a six-minute continuous shot, but they did switch off a few times. Yeah. But he was going. I'm talking about when he was talking about the writer. Yep. He was going so bad. He was out of breath. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, get that man an award for this shit. I don't know how the Netflix, what, if they go Oscar, Golden Globe. I don't know how that works with the Netflix. But, like, yo, John David Washington was like, yo. So funny you bring that up.
2: Because the irony of him talking about the white lady from the L.A. Times and just going through the reviews and the critics and all of that. Um, I'm reading vulture.com and I'm reading their review of the film (laughs) vulture vulture huh and uh, specifically what you just brought up Washington plays Malcolm Elliott like a plays Malcolm Elliott like a wind-up toy who doesn't know his own limits at the end of his laborious monologues about the nature of filmmaking and being a black director he's often left spent Breathing heavily as if he had just run a marathon It's such a heavy handed decision A grasping at profundity Limiting Washington's alarming limitations as an actor He seems unable to wrap his mouth around the overloaded rapid fire
3: dialogue No, I didn't get that at all Fam, it's so wild how ugh. You know Because you know what that sounds like? Hmm. That sounds like a somebody woman Who's never been passionate about something before because i've went on those tirades before that was a black woman who wrote that by the way black white indifferent. Yeah, yeah, i don't give facts, a fuck facts. she sound like she has never been as passionate about something as he was about filmmaking mm. i've been there With now, typically when I go on those tirades yeah. to, to to the woman I was living with at most times when yeah. she was sitting on a fucking couch mm-hmm. and I would be going around in circles and, and saying this shit, yeah. but it'll be about some black shit and people yeah. shit. I'm like, I don't know why I do this shit. Yeah. Like it'll be that to the point where I'm so frustrated and you sp- like, no, that's, that's exactly how it looks and how it sounds because I've been that person before.
2: I bet you Angelica Jade Bastine is that passionate about her writing. I bet you she is, and I bet you if her writing were critiqued in the manner that he was expressing in this film, she would be that passionate, to the point that she probably couldn't gather all her words. Shit,
3: that's how we saw it when, when, when O-Boy wrote that review last time.
2: Man, man, out of fucking breath. Can't grasp the words. Can't wrap our words around the dialogue.
3: Like, how dare?
2: You? Cause, like, like, cause the way she wrote that, she made it sound like that nigga was in that movie, Mushmouth, and barely delivering these lines. Like, come on, bro. Not a grunt. If you want to talk about that, no, no, no. <laughs> that grunt was weird as hell, <laughs> Angelica. If you write, I, I ain't finished the article, but if she got a paragraph in there about the grunt, I 100 agree with her. It was like, weird.
3: I even felt when he was outside swinging at the fucking air. Man. And at the, like, have Man. you, have you never been that mad before? Man. Cause I've been, I've been, I've been mad where I'm in the car, bang, banging on the steering wheel yeah. or, or you, you like, you really get that fucking mad Man. and that angry. I was and not so necessarily frustrated at, with life last woman, summer. But like in general,
2: I was so frustrated with life last summer. I hit a wall and broke nine bones in my hand and was in a cast for the whole summer. Like life happens. Frustrations happen.
3: And and she had a dog t- Trey seen in Boys in the Hood
2: Oh she would have wrote <laughs> Boy she would have used so many words About Trey and Boys in the Hood His disrespect of the Georgetown Hoya t-shirt that he <laughs> <laughs> He was grasp Literally grasping at air Oh man I, I just I don't know, man. The um the overwhelming critique that I saw of this film, cause then I even started seeing people say like wow, shit about Zenday. Oh, she still look like a little kid, it's awkward, and da da da. So because she not So no no no.
3: Cause this is a convo I want to have now. She's twenty four, he's thirty six in the movie. I don't know if he's yeah, thirty six yeah. in real life, but no clue.
2: But how about this? Motherfuckers all day long talk about women and their natural bodies right oh i miss the 90s when women could just be natural and be them and not be these uh souped up plastic up dah, 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 dah. guess what zendaya and zendaya got her real titties her real ass she really about 5 11, 6 feet tall and that's just really how she looks she looks young she in her 20s and that's just what the fuck it is she 24 years old
3: y'all wanted to have a fat ass well they they also mad cuz they said they it look it looks wrong because he looks quote unquote older and she's just a child or just a kid she not but i wonder so at what point does a person women specifically what at what point do i take you serious then mm. Because mm. at twenty four years old, if you can't date who you want to because you're still twenty four years old, man. should your opinion on well, like what what should your opinion count for if you can't decide for yourself if you want to be with a, a with a man or not at twenty four years old, like so should your political decisions be put over to the side because mm. if you can't even dictate, should yo should, should should you be able to to decide whether you want to have an abortion or not? Man. Um, if you want to have like at what point? It's like, well, what can a thirty-six year old speak about with a twenty-four year old? Well, let's talk about politics. Because we man, all vote, right? Man. So they should be able to speak on that on the same level, right? Man. So at what point like is this is this person not valuable? Or are they not they not I don't understand the logic? Why do women hate women?
2: Cause I literally I, I saw multiple comments where women were saying I, think it's it's I just couldn't keep looking at her little ass titties. Women said that. And I'm like that's weird. That's a weird comment to make, bro. I mean, I thought they would. I wasn't upset watching the movie, nigga. Shout out to the wife beater. I wasn't pissed. But, like, that's a strange comment to say and then turn around and talk about again. I'm rooting
3: for everybody black to win. Like, come on, dog. You can body shame, but don't let a man say it. Man. No shit. No fuck. Don't no no don't let anybody let, like I don't get it. It, no,
2: it no. just gets weird, dog. Like we start to pick and choose what we Again, you don't have to like the movie, but some of the criticisms were just so off. Like, dog, I I swear, I would go through my comments, but I know a few of y'all in there actually listen to the pod and I don't want to give you no pub. So fuck off. But <laughs> um that's just where I'm at, dog. Like motherfuckers is in there. I'm I'm going through there. Um I I didn't even They they on yours Or on the On mine No 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 They on my personal joint Um No one left Fences Or Love Jones Or Baby Boy And thought to themselves Damn that was exhausting Yes the fuck I did I literally walked out of fences And was like Like Woo Talk about Woo Fences is heavy my nigga Woo Like That comment alone Is like Fam like and, And people say shit So matter of factly Like, she said that as if that was a fact. Like, nobody left out offenses and said that was exhausting. I literally did, nigga. Like, fam, how could you... Did you watch Fences? Fam. <laughs> did you watch Fences? Fam. Like the, I felt like Viola at the end of that shit, nigga. My like, nose was running like a motherfucker. He had mother. a whole other
3: family, my fam. nigga. His
2: son hated him. Like, nigga, what? And it's just like that sort of... Like, people make those statements. They say them like they're like matter-of-fact. Be- they say it like law. And it's His just best same. friend was even exhausted. Come on, bro. <laughs> like his sons. And then I'm like, like baby, fam, him. if you didn't walk out a baby boy when they was all cuddled up at the end and shit was good... And Snoop was dead now And you didn't think Them mugs need to break up dog Like that is not gonna work Then what the fuck movie did you watch dog Cause it was funny talking about Baby Boy In this movie they literally had the I hate you I hate you too exchange Immediately thought about Baby Boy So listen
3: I know Niggas like Baby Boy Mm Mm-hmm. But it's one of the worst
2: movies ever made
3: bro. Like we can't bring that shit up when we talk about movies Like that shit don't count Femme. Like that shit don't count Femme. Like for no, It don't count Listeners Besides of comedy. this podcast
2: are well aware Of what we think about John Singleton <laughs> Like But this was a full pot Like this was a This uh, was John Singleton making a project that I am snafu. I am very confident he thought about When he was at USC and was like, man, I should make this wild-ass movie about this. And I feel like as his career went on and went on, it just stayed in his mind. Like, this is a passion project that I want to make. You know who I think fucked this movie up?
3: It was two people. Please, pig. Uh, it was Tyrese. It, absolutely. And um, the Cuba Gooden Jr., your brother. Oh, Omar? Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, Omar was funny as shit. <laughs> like, if you would have yeah. placed them with two other actors, yeah. I think you got a different dynamic of the movie. Like... Yeah, I think um, he had a different dynamic. Tyrese movie. is and not a good actor, and having him on a bicycle that that it makes it like this
2: gigantic man riding down the bike. And then, hello, my favorite part was when the kids started to come from the other side of the street, and they all turned into a bike gang. Um no, that's not a good movie, though. Baby Boy is horrible, and the fact that we're comparing such a horrible movie to something this like artistic is kind of wild to me.
3: But we also got to understand that this is these are the people with the very short time, the the, the very short um time spans or freaking um attention spans attention I um, sorry I couldn't think yeah, of the Here's work. the
2: thing, yo, I get that some people really do suffer from uh ADD if that's really a thing. I don't think that should here's a here's the thing. Some of y'all just don't care enough to to look at shit. That's what it is. It's not ADD. You're not invested enough. You don't give a fuck enough. Cool, that's fine. But just say that from the rip. Yo, I'm not the type I literally know people who I've known for like most of my life And they'll tell you all the time I can't sit down for two hours and watch a movie Like I have to be doing something I gotta be working on something I can't sit down That's scary That's weird to me that you can't sit down for two hours That's scary to me That's scary as shit but I also saw some of them same people who I know have said that before, who I went to college with, who wouldn't come to the movies with us because it wasn't their thing. And they literally was like, I cut it off in the first 15 minutes. Say the rest of that, because you don't have the attention span to sit down with a movie for an hour and a half. Because
3: they're using words that you're not used to. Fin. They are actually arguing without the major cuss words. Yep. Yeah, they didn't cuss a ton at each other, yeah. Like it was very much so. Like no, we having real dialogue, we but we yelling it. Fuck at the, the the New York, I mean the the L A Times writer and all yeah. that other shit. But like we not necessarily saying, bitch, you a motherfucker. Whoop your motherfucking. Like it wasn't no violent speak. Yeah. Speech. Now that 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 knife scene, that shit I was like the whole. Time I didn't know where she was it, going with it. Yeah. I was like, is she playing? Because I was like, yo, this a spin. I wasn't necessarily waiting for like i didn't expect her to still be on drugs and all this shit yeah then she's like now nah, that's authenticity." oh let's talk about that part well the, the, the part that <laughs> oh shit that led to that part yeah was i got authenticity and, and shit like that when we hear people talk about how they thought the movie was yep. how we just talked about it and what they use do y'all know why y'all like movies or man
2: no they don't They like movies when motherfuckers tell you you're supposed to like a movie. I
3: felt this was some Inception shit, right? Because just how I was explaining how when he was doing that speech and he was out of breath, like, I've been there before, so I felt that. Mm -hmm. And during the movie, he was like, no, if someone's going through something in the movie— I think the viewer should also be going through that trauma yeah. or something yep. with them. And the reason I out, thought that was some inception level shit because it's a movie about a movie and I'm watching the movie and doing exactly yeah. what the movie is telling me yeah. to do. I feel like it's Lupe um the song what it do about mm. the T the CD yep. the told me to buy a CD and the TV and the VV, and whatever. <laughs> Fucking great song. That
2: <laughs> shit's <just> amazing.
3: <laughs> um but like that was some inception the,
2: shit. And and the kind of the <laughs> The energy that built up during that scene with the knife was, yo, we had previously learned that she tried to kill herself with a fucking blade. And so then when she walks in the room with this blade, nail it's instant nail scissors. She comes in the room. It's instant tension because we know she already tried to cut herself before. She didn't did this before. So when she walks in with a butcher knife, it's like, yo, does she want to hurt herself? Do she want to hurt him?
3: I thought, oh, you want to hurt me? Because he, he backed up
2: like Marie. And that's. The tension is building crazy, right? Because of what we already know, because of where the, the arguments have already led. They've already got kind of vile with
3: one another. And then she said, I fucked your friends. Woo. Because he already admitted, I know you cheated on me. Yeah. The time you went to, to, yep. to, to the meeting and you yep. never came back, but you were really fucking somebody else, mm-hmm. I was still there for you. Um, I'm thinking, like. Oh, it's going there. I'm like, yo. And then she gets to the
2: end of that and she puts her fucking knife down. She says, not nah, ass.
3: Authenticity. That's nigga. what authenticity gets you.
2: That's what it gets. And she was letting him know, bitch, I
3: deserve that part. And he came back with the bar of all bars. Why did you do that shit in the fucking uh, in the audition? In audition, nigga. Because that's the kind of acting I would need. Not that bullshit that you got because you thought you should get it anyway. Yeah. No, I need you to pull from the real shit you just pulled from
2: the come give me that speech you just gave.
3: Like- you interview wait, for wait, wait. an internal job that you know you should get and that you qualify for. Yep. You don't know, interview the same way as a nigga on on the outside who need this fucking job. Man, man. you you went into it. I've done this myself. I didn't went to some thinking, feeling entitled to get it and didn't get it. Man, and had to do a redo a couple months later because, like, yo, know, I, I I just knew I had it in the bag, so I didn't put that extra thing in there. Pause. It's funny.
2: Talking about that, so niggas know, Listeners to the pod, I, know I work in HR and talent acquisition. Um, I had a candidate recently who got she was a part of a big layoff and lost a client. She was a part of the layoffs, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, she came back because she saw another role that she was like, Yo, I know that role, I know that team, I know they client, like I used to work with that client, I know everything. And she was so confident about all the shit she knew that she went into the interview lazily. Yeah. And she didn't get the job. Because you interviewed as if you already had it. That entitlement led your interview. Whole time, someone else who really wanted to get this job and who really acted like it and it came across, they got it. You didn't get it because you thought you had it in the bag. And it's so much shit that we kind of move lazily with like what's what's the statement from uh from um What's our movie with Colosio and uh, uh, Bronx Tale? Yeah. none worse than Wasted Talent. So many people don't get the shit out of life that they can get because they think they deserve it. They think it's theirs before they work for it. Yo, I done been through this. I done went through that. I deserve it. It's supposed to be mine. Uh, Nigga, I think we got the greatest podcast in the world. It's my opinion. I think between this and between Shop Talk, you literally get everything you need out of a podcast. It's my opinion. If we didn't come in here and work as hard as we did on the podcast, if we didn't do the research we
3: do outside of the podcast. If we didn't open ourselves up to have vulnerable conversations with each other. Man, on the the podcast, the podcast? Like, come on, dog. I wouldn't feel that way. But
2: I know we're putting the work in, and I know we're doing what's required. So when niggas ask me, yo, like, what's next for the pod or what y'all doing for the pod, da-da-da, nigga, I don't know. But whatever the fuck we doing, guess what? We're working for it. Whatever we decide we want to do, we're putting the work. The 10,000 hours is getting put in. Motherfuckers feel like they don't have to do their 10,000 hours, and they can still get it. That ain't how it go, dog. That's wasted talent. You can't sit back idle and watch your dreams pass you by because you ain't committing to it. Fem, you got to put the work in. Ain't no way around it, bro. There's zero way around putting the work in. Period.
3: Uh, man, there was a comment. So, two things. One, if you didn't particularly like this movie for whatever reason, um, I challenge you to watch it again. Put on the subtitles. Yeah. And read it. And don't go into it from the emotional state, seeing yourself in a relationship with someone else. Yeah. But there were a lot of different themes that were uncovered. And it kind of taught you how to argue and how not to argue. Mm. Because there was a scene where um, Malcolm was explaining how this wasn't about you and the whole nine yards and how you... He made a he made a reference to killing um for her trying to kill herself or slit her wrist yeah with um a nail some nail scissors and then later on she said like I'm not the type of asshole that'll bring up nail scissors in a casual conversation just yeah. to hurt you yeah because that makes me not it makes me regretful that I I, that shared, I shared so that, much yep, for you yep. well, that's like that was a bar by the way. Like, so while you watching this and you think it's toxic and everything, you need to take some things away. Because even though you upset and you angry and you don't use something like that as a weapon, because guess what, man? Real life. I know a lot of people.
2: Who have shared shit that later on during an argument, it got thrown back in their face. Most of those people are men. I know a lot of dudes who have shared some real vulnerable shit with a lady. And then when the argument comes up, they ladies start blasting up oh, you remember when you ain't worked for three months and I had to pay the rent, and you remember when you ain't had no money and had to borrow $400 from? me?
3: It's, it's in a text message. It's on, it's on the Instagram. Fam, it's on the-
2: they get to screenshotting and screen shooting and screen looting and all, and it's like, yo, y'all doing all that and then wonder why people get closed off. Like,
3: I would never be vulnerable Fam, if a kid. woman
2: tell you, yo, I, I went through depression and, you know, drug addiction and shit, one time I tried to kill myself, and then you turn around and throw that at her in an argument, Fam, that's hateful. I don't want to
3: say that because next thing I know, you be in the bathroom trying to kill yourself. Like,
2: that's what? hateful, bro. Like, you can't say that to her. You can't use that against her. And it's like, in, in that moment, when she dropped that bar on him, that was one of the first times in the movie where he looked like his ego left his body for yeah. a minute. Because it was like, oh, damn, I did take it too far. Like, she
3: told me 10 arguments ago. And I thought it was dope how she tied in. At first, I thought she was reaching. I'm like, damn, girl, y'all just went through all this. Like, yeah. let it go. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, I'm, you know, just let it go, let it go. But when he tied in, like, no, I think the writer's issue with you is the same issue that I have with you. Yeah. And then we really got real. Yep. So much the fact that he started crying. Yep. He was like, no, you are absolutely right. You think that you are so you so egotistical and and narcissistic yeah. that the reason that you're not jealous is because you think you're the fucking best. Mm. You can't even fathom somebody mm. being better than you that I would want to look at. So because you think you're so fucking good, you think I don't got to fix nothing about me. Yeah. And now that I don't got to fix nothing about myself, you this is the best version of you I'm ever going to get. And I the reason I thought this was so poignant is because a lot of people... Think very highly of themselves because how they look like on paper. Mm. And because you think you are great on paper, you don't think that there's anything wrong with you and everything that you do is correct and there must be something wrong with everybody else. But maybe you have a little, a a, a tash of narcissism in there and it's not everybody else.
2: One thing that this movie also showed me, because narcissism was all over this motherfucker. Um, but so was masochism. Um, they had several scenes where mid argument, it turned into a sex scene. Like yo, like now we and I, I always we we're of age enough that we've seen plenty of people talk about like. Makeup sex and, and nigga that mid argument sex and that da 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 and I've never been even like the post breakup sex like yo we broke nice up but and then, in a
3: song like all she wanted was rough sex yeah with a slick ass
2: and and so many people talk about that shit and we've normalized it so much but I've always been like yo like that's a real problem dog and when you call it what it is it's masochism this was a very we gotta get
3: to the brink of of of, of fighting and torture yeah to have sex.
2: Like now, you're I'm turned on that, by by pain, be it emotional or
3: physical. Yeah.
2: And I'm not again to to what I think you was about to say, I'm not saying that there aren't like you know, you want to choke your girl, choke your girl, nigga. She into that choke. Go on and hit her with a light or choke. Or
3: when you sometimes like you be fucking arguing and like I don't I really don't want to argue. We just came back with someone you yeah. looking good as hell. Yeah.
2: And like And I would like to shut you the fuck up and get back to you looking good as hell. Yeah. So like, you know, sometimes it happens, but yeah. like that can't be yeah. What we need to do. Yeah, and I can't like cause he said it in one of them scenes where um he was like he was like you not turned on right now and she was joking, but she was like, No. But I'm like, in the moment, of course she knew what it was, and he knew what it was. And the reason he knew what it was, because we done been here before. We know what this moment is. That nigga said you love being eviscerated. Woo. You are intolerable. Man. Woo. Uh yeah i I really enjoyed this movie bro I thought it was it was good I thought it was um insightful and again, it did what you and I like for movies and shows to do. It gives us conversation man i'm not maybe because we pot about this shit and we have to derive you know hours of of conversation and topics out of these things, but I'm no longer at the point where I watch this shit and I leave it surface and it's like yo
3: because the 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 to to his Malcolm's point. Fam, you know how much time went into this shit? Man, it was not never meant to be sir. Like Man. if the 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 writer and director and all that of little things, right? The little yep. things. Yep. If you just thought that shit was a cop movie, we found the killer and the movie's over, he failed. Yeah. Like he legitimately failed at his job. Yeah. And that's
2: like I know me and you watch shows for, you know, certain contexts and for certain conversations. Um so I'd never just outright say like yo we're more sophisticated viewers of no shit no that's not i don't i don't never want to put nobody down but it do be certain shit where i'm surprised at people's responses like that's what you got from that like i thought you was a little bit more cerebral than yeah
3: that. like you you left that and all you took was that nugget <laughs> that's a perfect he was like what you mean mediocre man and when she was like because that's really what pissed him off yeah i told you the truth yep mediocre yep mediocre no let me tell you how fucking detailed i am yeah let me, let me explain to you, me you these how, how fucking dope i am yep. yo that that walk you like that's really that's what, over here that shit sparked because yeah. you, you insulted my art and man. to her point you care more about that shit than you care about me yeah and man. that's the only thing and again man i i look at
2: the the critical responses from both, you know, professional critics and internets to the little things, to Malcolm and Marie. And I see these people talking so poorly and so negatively about the shit openly. And I start to think, man, like, yo, this is exactly how we lose these sort of projects. They don't develop. It's the same conversation niggas have about, yo, y'all so quick to blast a black business online and go off and stop supporting them. But you still go back to Target. You still go back to Walmart. You still go back to Kroger, even though they may have fucked up at some point in the past. But when you do that to one of these smaller black businesses, they might not recover from that critique.
3: I seen y'all niggas tagging a better business bureau in some black businesses over the weekend. Seeing y'all tagging the health department, I ain't never mm. seen y'all do white businesses like y'all do some of the black mm. businesses. And I seen this shit firsthand. The first time you hear something negative about a certain business, we believe that shit no matter what. Another type of business, we giving them the benefit of the doubt. Don't support black business because that shit sound like charity, nigga. Shop, man, man. Don't it is it, it support sound like it's a temporary thing, right? Hey. Yo, support my 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 youth football league or some shit. No, you're not supporting black yeah. businesses. You're shopping. You're doing. You you're conducting commerce with a business who happens to have an owner who is black.
2: Word to shorty: Black business is not charity. It's not super bars. And um, you know, with but see, that's the thing. We'll limit ourselves to thinking black business is. Uh, an online store or a, a mom and pop shop or some shit like that, fam. No, black business is a movie starring black
3: actors. That's a black business. That's that's black written professionals written by black uh writers and man. And, and the scene, um, the scene dressing, um, done by black people, man, or the wardrobe by like so. Once you start getting to like filmmaking and things man. of that nature, you find out, like, yo. Every, listen in that movie that we saw every single well both of them but every single thing mm-hmm. in there is placed purposefully mm-hmm. there is there is nothing that is in the scene any scene unnecessarily that is not yep. supposed to be there yep. now they're talking, i'm talking about a rule of thirds golden ratios mm-hmm. um i don't even i don't know if y'all ever recognize this there's a certain way that you film talking in dialogues on television where they you 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 they're both they was always on opposite sides of the yeah. screen even yeah. if they're not really on opposite sides of the screen yeah. they're always on opposite sides of the screen on the left and a right sometimes you don't even realize it they're 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 framing them from the other side of their body yeah. but it's from the it's always on there there's so much intentionality that goes into a movie and everybody not white yeah so when you support black business and, and things of that nature you know what i thought was good at the beginning of this movie hmm. the credits was at, the, at beginning, the beginning yeah which i think that's yeah. where credits should go that was very unique because they don't never get their credit nobody through up and through walk the away.
2: we're leaving the only time niggas don't get up and leave is a uh, marvel marvel film when we know something's coming mid credits yeah i i, I did notice that that was a good call out um so you've seen the Super Bowls yesterday. You've seen a football team. You've seen a football team sideline. It's over 100 people on that sideline at any given time. Sure, the majority are players, but there are coaches, There are assistant coaches, there are position coaches, there are assistant position coaches, there are ball boys, there are cameramen, there are talent scouts, talent scouts. There's literally a million people who you may not know who you might never hear their name ever that are all a part of putting that team on the field. Films are no different. So when you have a film that stars someone black, I'm not saying you have to love it. But I'm also not saying that you have to go blast it publicly.
3: Do not eviscerate it.
2: <laughs> don't eviscerate it. And, and don't encourage others not to watch it. I literally saw people for both of these films we talking about say, don't waste your time on that don't
3: movie. Don't add your hashtags. Because, like, if 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 I'm Warner Brothers and I want to see um, the, the response to yeah, the movies, bet. I'm going to click on this hashtag and then I'm going to see all this negative shit from black folks like, oh, shit. They ain't like not, that. We're we not going to cast... Insert person
2: here Yeah. I said it about, Now if you ain't not like
3: it You don't like it
2: Never gonna tell you What to like But I am gonna tell you To open your mind Up to why you really Don't like it um, Could be, not be for you it, And if it ain't for you It ain't for you But just cause Something's not for you Doesn't mean that you Need to go out and say Loudly Yo This the worst movie i ever seen This the worst movie We don't need to see shit Like this on film Da 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 Whoa
3: And you know what's so funny Cause sometimes I hear shit um we can hear and we're a trash a fucking movie mm-hmm. remember that shit we just we we watched which I, what i what literally i said was the worst movie i've ever said saw in my life uh good hair yeah
2: yeah um, and with, i said that the worst movie i'd ever seen was um
3: antebellum <laughs> like it could not get no blacker than the cast that was in good hair facts w- that was, was as black as it get yeah that was it or bad hair bad hair. bad hair, bad hair. Like, it can't get no, yeah. like, so we not about the cape for no movie just because it got somebody yeah. back in it. Yeah. that shit was the worst shit I ever seen in my fucking life.
2: But at no point during any of our pods, whether we watching Bad Hair and Tabellum or season three of The Shy, at no point during any of those did we say, don't watch this. We're actually telling y'all to watch it and let y'all know what y'all think. Let us know what y'all think. Are we wrong? Should we rewatch the same way? I'm telling you, yo, maybe give it another chance, but take this cap off. The same way we encourage people to rewatch season six of Power and not anticipate it to be like season
3: two of Power. I get it. You on Twitter? You getting your jokes off? Yo, they yeah. arguing. If I wonder, yeah. this is like I get but it.
2: That impacts shit. And here's the thing: we at the point where we have to realize that when it comes to business, especially social media, is powerful. And if we got enough. Critics like in com, and then enough people hashtagging how poor it was. Eventually, somebody at the top of the top is going to say, you know what? His next movie, not with it. His next movie, he' going to come in asking us to green light it and I'm going to read some of these critiques.
3: Yo, they said in um, The Little Things, Clint Eastwood was going to be the lead in this Yeah, I saw that. Man. I could kind of see that. I, that was a Clint Eastwood type of role that Denzel yeah.
2: played. 100% But I also feel like Clint Eastwood has played that role Like 90 yeah. times Could he have done it? Sure
3: Way way back in the day um, Before Marvel was like a thing um, Clint Eastwood was always a fan We was always a fan of Clint Eastwood my, yeah. In my house My dad was a fan We wanted Clint Eastwood To play Wolverine so bad mm, I could have seen, seen that Way back I could have like seen that yeah when, when he was in his uh His younger days yeah, like, yeah. He was the perfect fucking Wolverine Shit, His nah.
2: son looked just like him He damn near might be. Have you ever seen his son? I have not Google Clint Eastwood Jr., bro. Or Clint Eastwood's son. I don't okay, know if he's say a junior. He, a junior? he might not be a junior. But Google his son. He look, it's a spitting image of young Clint Eastwood. It's actually kind of crazy.
3: All right, here we go.
2: Oh, that's his son? Man. I've seen him. Yeah, he done been in some shit. He's starting to do his own thing. I did not know this was his son. Looks exactly like young Clint. Crazy, right? But you know what's kind of funny about you bringing up Clint Eastwood supposed to have originally been cast for Denzel's part. Had it been Clint Eastwood and not Denzel, not that we wouldn't have watched, but we wouldn't be talking about that movie on This Week in Culture. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. That's what we're trying to tell y'all. Stop killing all this shit before they go cast the Clint Eastwoods and Denzel get le- They already done replaced Denzel with Queen Latifah. It's wild, fam. I, I did not watch. Did you watch? Hell no. Okay. I, I was fucked up. I saw a couple of people who watched and said it was literally believable outside of the fight scene. They were like, this was a good episode, but the fight scenes was where it was like, okay, I don't really rock with this no more. And I was like, damn dog. And you kind of can't do this without the fighting because that's what made the equalizer and taken and these sort of films. So effective. Um, so yeah, I I will check it out just cause I want to see it. Um,
3: I didn't I'm looking at his forgot, film filmography because yeah. I didn't see Dog.
2: Yeah in, yeah yeah. In Clint Eastwood's son
3: done been in some shit.
2: Man. Yeah, he done been in some shit. But um, yo man, end of the day, shit, he was in Gran Torino. Yes, yep. That's when I first saw him. Cause and I that was Clint. You know. Yeah, I thought they were doing like some like young like. Weird shit with an uh, old Clint Eastwood. It was weird. Like, I thought they was doing something with him, and I realized it was a son and not, a, like, a graphic or some shit. Shit crazy, dog. Looked just like his goddamn daddy. I don't know if he could act like him, but he looked like him, dog. But, um, yeah, man. End of the day. I, I thought understand. these were two really good movies. Yeah. I don't feel like either one of these was a waste of my time. I don't feel like, yo, don't ever go watch this. This is the worst shit. Nah, man. These were two good movies. They had really layered, like detailed plots. These were not as simple as you might've thought the first go round. And maybe sometimes me and you watch movies twice a lot. We watch shows twice, two, three times a lot. Maybe you might have to revisit them um to really sort of get into it. Or maybe it just wasn't for you. But again, I encourage everybody, whether it's for you or not, we rooting for everybody black. So with that, this Week in Culture, episode 144. I'm your host, Antwood. Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. We out.